my name is Michael Benson. This is the podcast Top Notch Nonsense, a genre film podcast where we uh, interrogate the uh, absurd and the transgressive, the fun and the serious. Okay, um, that sounded that sounded professional, didn't it? Uh, yes, Michael. Uh, yeah, yes, Michael. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Today we are talking about um, the. T- these are two movies you gave to uh, uh, you gave to me. This is your week, so uh, we're talking about "I Love You to Death" from 1990, uh, a Kevin Klein, uh, Lawrence Kasdan number of a movie. A number. Uh, why say it like that? Uh, mm-hmm. a it's not a musical. Yes, it's not a musical. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, and. That about you know, you know uh, a uh, a womanizing cheater who just says oh, I am Italian keeps Pretty on much. saying it. It's 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 it, and uh, the other movie we'll get into it. And the other movie is Oscar, which is probably the best thing, one of the best things that Sylvester Sly Stallone has ever fucking done in his life, <laughs> Pro- ever. That's so, period. That's so interesting that you think so. No, I legit and I've seen all of his stuff. I I, I personally think that. Uh, his out of his like non-action stuff it's like one or two, i mean like even but yeah anyway these are these are wonderful movies of that that uh that are super creative for how um i don't know super creative as far as like we knew what kind uh, we had an idea of what kind of how creative the 90s were going to be by these two movies alone but uh, just a throwback of uh of a 1930s movie and a you know a dark uh, a dark comedy by written by the guy who did Raiders of the Last Lost Ark and The Big Chill. This was this uh, let's go to uh, I Love You to Death first. Now the movies that came out during um, I Love You to Death uh, it came out in April of 1990. Uh, so the other movies you could see during this time were A Ghost in Monte Carlo. Stuff Stephanie in the Incinerator. We have to do that. Oh, wow, That's, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, Catch Fire with Jodie Foster and Dennis Hopper in 1990. It, it it has Bob Dylan in the cast. It's it's really fucking bon- it's a really fucking bonkers movie. I need to show you. Um, the First Power Cry Baby also came out this month. Nice. We'll do that one. At some yeah. The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Have you ever seen that? That's a good one. That's a really good draw. I guess not. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't I think I've not. seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, In the Spirit, Ernest Goes to Jail. No. Uh, Impulse, Crazy People with Dudley Moore. Um, remember Lisa from 19... 19- uh, yes. that, that horror movie? We might want to do that for the pod again for some... Stacy Stacey Keenan. Yeah. Uh, Martians Go Home, Why Me, Chattahoogie with uh, Dennis Hopper and Gary Oldman, uh, Miami Blues with Alec Baldwin, and uh, Behind the Door 3, Metamorphosis, The Guardian, Nick Nolte in Q&A, and the movie Wild Orchid. So those are the movies that you can see in April during when this movie was when it, when this movie was coming out it is um written by Lawrence Kasdan who i mentioned yeah did the accidental tourist as well as uh, wrote uh, 
The Empire Strikes Back, as well as Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Big Chill. He's a prolific uh, writer, a really incisive and creative writer. He's doing the upcoming new uh, Indiana Jones. That uh, he wrote, he wrote that, but he didn't direct it. But he co-wrote that, which is good. And he kind of yeah, so create co-created those characters and uh, kind of helped around with the, the new one that's coming out. I. Uh, this is uh, this is an awesome uh, this is an awesome movie. We have two of the young heartthrobs, one who will die in like four or five years, yeah. and the other one will become the biggest fucking action star of the past fucking thirty years. And is the best part of this movie, if you ask me. Yeah, he is really the best part of this movie. I love you to death. Uh, yeah, it, he's one of I the mean, best. It's a stacked cast. It's but... really good. It's really everyone's. It's um. Yeah, it's it's really really good, but it's uh, it, it it it's interesting to see. It, apparently this was sh- uh, this was set in Tacoma, Washington, and I didn't. Did you know? Did you know that either? I mean, was that pretty well known, or did I just forget that part of the no, movie? No, I don't think so. But it is based on a true story. Yeah, that's set in Philadelphia, not even oh. in Washington, in Tacoma, Washington. So it's and they. Oh yeah, they're from Pennsylvania. And so from Pennsylvania, not. Not, maybe not uh, Philadelphia, but yeah. The um, this uh, is uh, we open on a uh, on Kevin Klein uh, freaking just saying, oh yes, uh, forgive me, Father. I am a I am a uh, okay person. I mean, I sinned a lot. I, yeah, I yeah, have a whole bunch he's of sinning. Confession. Yeah. And, you know, the father says, so what are your sins? And he's like, well, I didn't go to church. I said the Lord's name in vain several times. I cursed at my mother-in-law, but in Italian, so she couldn't understand. I don't know if that still counts. And the father says, yeah, that still counts. Yeah, like, you still, still did it. Yeah. And he's like, I cheated on my wife uh, this many times. Wait, no, that was, was that two weeks? It was a, yeah, basically so many times with so time. many women, he can't even keep it straight. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Klein, uh, I don't that. know. I don't know if he would get shit for this on Twitter like they did with the fucking uh, Mario Brothers movie, but he it is very he is very um, he's doing a very much an Italian stereotype yes. voice and the accent, sweetie. Yeah, the accent. Yes, voice. It's a, it, it's a me, a Joey. Oh, it's a me, a Joey. I have sex with lots of ladies and they like it. I feel bad. Oh my gosh, that type of. Yeah. Uh, the, they did it in the Super Mario Brothers. They've done it in other. Who freaking... did it in Super Mario Brothers, babe? The two. Uh, it, it, it. You're telling me they didn't do that in Super Mario Brothers? No. The they, they made a. They made a big thing out of being from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, and they, doing Brooklyn, Brooklyn accents. Oh yeah, that was really stupid. You're thinking of the actual video game character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, cartoon which is, character. This is also wonderful. We do need to watch that movie. It does have Charlie Day in it. Um, wait, wait, what? Charlie Day oh, is the, in the oh, new the Super new oh, Mario new movies. No, no, not, no, the, not the, the not the 1995. Version. No, he wouldn't be in that. 93, I believe. Way too old. I thought it was. Yeah, maybe, oh yeah, it is 93. You're correct. Uh, this has uh, it's it's a it's a clever kind of warm-hearted opening. This is the type of movie that's that uh, Lawrence Kasdan likes to do, like heartwarming or thoughtful or you know. Uh, dramedies uh, in the vein of James L. Trying to be a little bit of some James L. Brooks stuff. That's what he. That's what he enjoys. Uh, those are the stories that he enjoys uh, putting together and telling. Even if this wasn't written by him, since this is based on a uh, on a story in in uh, Pennsylvania. But yeah, he opens and says, "Yes, I can't have to do. 
I, I'm having sex with old ladies. I, I I feel bad, you know. She's my wife, and she he loves me. He actually doesn't feel like... bad about it. He no, thinks he it's fine. Feel bad. He keeps saying things yeah, like, uh, "I'm Italian. I'm a man. I like women." Hey, and it's like, what yeah. What can you do about can... that? You can... I know, like, like it's just beyond his power to not beyond my power to go have sex what with I, other ladies. What I don't get though is like, he, dude's in his like what early mid forties. Not particularly, I mean, not Kevin Klein himself, but this character is not particularly good looking. He's not erudite. What are you talking about? He's not, he owns his own business, that's a plus, but, you know. It's he's a small not, pizza spot in Washington. Yeah, he's it's not like, funny or interesting. I don't know how he gets all these chicks. It's, it, well, he's got the voice, and he's very smooth. Uh, I guess, and I guess he's got the, and, uh, he is Kevin Klein. He is. He does look like Kevin Klein, after all, even though with the fucking mustache. Yeah, but Kevin Klein himself is an incredibly... Interesting, talented person. Yeah, yeah. Just not just handsome. Really. Not just a sexy. Not that that's a bad thing. No, everybody no, of loves course pizza. not. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, everyone loves dough with stuff on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But um, uh, yeah, we would have. He would. Uh, he would be in Soap Dish a year later. I Did love you know that, that movie. We yeah, we got to do that. That's as a well stack as, cast. As well as Grand Canyon, another stack oh, cast, right. also written, uh, also directed by Lawrence Kasdan, also written by Lawrence Kasdan. He did a lot, and then Consenting Adults with Spacey, and then you know, Chap. He did. He played Douglas Fairbanks and in Chaplin, Chaplin with right. uh, Downey Jr. And then. He's, you know, and then he's director. Dave in 93, and mm-hmm. then it starts to... He had a really then, good stretch. And then it starts to... And then in 1995, we have French Kiss, and it starts to... Oh, uh, uh, well. Maybe, he did, maybe he's mainly doing stage nowadays. Yeah, uh, Fierce Creatures in 97, In uh, and Out in 97, and yeah, he he does he does some work here, but it mostly uh, he, uh, he does uh, Mr. Fish Odor on um, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, he yeah. He voices that character. As well as being in the movie. You know, that was came out last year. Anyway... He's a he's a he's a wonderful actor, and we forgive some Oscar of the stuff because Kevin he's Klein. yeah yes. for probably the best one of the best comedies as well. Another thing, another movie we should pair with something. But um, yeah, we open with this. It, it he's yeah he seems like he can do whatever the hell he wants. He uh, oh shit, Kevin Klein went to Juilliard. No this is uh, this is Tracy Ullman's first. Uh, debut uh movie this is her first movie that she mm-hmm. was in and uh she she's she's really wonderful and this is kind yeah, of yeah i've always liked her as a innocent or uh yeah or not innocent but just you know someone who's like oh my gosh i didn't realize you were cheating on me and now i, I i'm so angry yeah I this poor you. lady is yeah. utter is utterly delusional yeah it's been going on uh, it, They've been married for a long time, but he's also it feels like he's been cheating for like at least a couple of years. I mean, like he's been getting away with probably it for... their entire relationship. Oh, okay. Well, that's I mean that's a possibility. that's a, that's just a guess. I don't know. Yeah, and he's uh, we do have some really other uh, big actresses. I mean, like women that would become fucking huge actresses. His wife is in this for a scene. Yeah, or... and couple of scenes and which upon his insistence yeah uh, uh yeah she's the girl at the bar yes she yeah is. Uh, and this was uh, at the even though drop dead fred came out a year later yeah. at the same month as oscar our next movie and it were the came out the, both the same month both came out in april both came out uh, just a year apart this is a thing about uh, an, you know, just a similarity. Oh, that's a fun movies. love for so bad they're good movies. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. talking about Phoebe Cates in case yeah. anyone is unaware of that. Yeah, d- uh, Drop Dead Fred, which we're also going to do because she had the similar hair. She was filming at the same same time. Oh, she that had ma- oh, that, okay. Yeah, she did have the did haircut from this, later in the. 
from the later portion of that film, yes. Yeah, and we have Victoria Jack uh, Victoria Jackson yeah. as one of his hussies, or one of, not his hussies. Who am I, you? Ugh. I, I wrote anyway. floozies in my note. Yeah, okay, well, that's understandable. And, yeah, he Heather Graham, seven years that's before right. freaking... Baby Heather Graham. Yeah, baby Heather Graham. Uh, it's around the same time, um, Twin Peaks? Uh, yep, yeah, uh... Yeah, same time same time as Twin Peaks. Actually, Twin Peaks uh, Twin Peaks, I believe, came out this uh, what came out this month uh, during this exact time. It was she was going in the on. second season, though, right? Was she in the first season? She was no, she was in the second yeah. season. Yeah, and but uh, yeah, the pot you know started out in February, I believe. The anyway, but uh, I don't want to get too much into that. But it's uh, we have yeah that we have jet. Uh, Jack Keller is Wiley. There's a whole bunch of... We have Joan Plowright, who's playing yes, the mother Joan character. Yes, Joan Plowright. Um, her husband, Sir Lawrence Olivier, yeah, died the was end. dying at that yeah. time, and she needed to finish up all of her freaking uh, scenes and and before yeah. she had to fly back to London to watch her freaking husband die. And he, his, yeah, uh, he died within a month, I think, of, of its release, something like that. And uh, one of my favorites, I was looking over William River, uh, or River. River Phoenix's uh, freaking... Uh, oof, uh, oof, and it's incredible what he was able to, you know, put how how much how many movies he was in and how what a breadth of different work because yeah within like from eighty six to ninety three he Mosquito Coast uh, a night uh, a night in the life of Jimmy Reardon Little Nikita Running on Empty Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade I Love You to Death My Own Private Iowa Dogfight, uh, sneakers, silent tongue, the thing, and a thing called love. Uh, I love sneakers. One of my favorite movies came out in '92. Anyway. So I think this was his only comedy. Yeah, well, sneakers is a comedy. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a spy movie that has you know freaking Robert Redford and uh, uh, Dan Aykroyd. It's a great little whatever. Oh yeah, okay. I think I know the movie you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's uh, it's really well written, really uh, fun. Ben Kingsley in it. Anyway, but uh, yeah, he's. He can't, uh, he, it's amazing how he's able to juggle this and how, it, I don't know if the wife is, I don't want to say dumb, she isn't dumb, but she is like, is she being willfully? She, yeah, she's just willfully ignorant of what he's doing because, um, River Phoenix's character, who's so sweet, yeah. um, named Devo, yeah, which Devo. is a cool name. I, I wrote down, are we, are, are we not men, are we not men, are we not men, it, it just reminded me, because all of these guys are trying to kill this guy, uh, uh, kill the husband, are we, and it kept it, uh, the phrase, are we not men, we are, uh, the, because manly men will do the job done, right, and guess, throughout this movie, no one does the job right, no. he's fucking no. alive. He fucking spoiler alert, he fucking survives. This is fucking insane. But yeah. Are well, we not men? We are Devo. Well he keeps telling her he's like, you know, uh kind of hinting, he's like, Well, you know I care about you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he has a big crush on Tracy Ellman's character. Yeah. Rosalie. Um and he's like, Well, you know, um, I see him check out women all the time and she's like, Yeah, he's a man. He looks. He's totally She's totally snowed by Kevin's Klein. I'm an Italian guy thing. I, I look at women and... and, and this is do, what happens. And you have to deal with it. And yeah. Then, yeah, she really doesn't. No. This is... I am a high... I am a high... I am a high value man. And what do you do? You 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 just shut up and I have the sex with the and, other lady. And she literally says... She's like, yeah, I know Joey looks. It's fine. But I know he'd never run around on me. And it's like, oh, honey. Yeah. That's... That, it's... Uh, no, he's doing it. He's... As, even with that mustache, he's very sexy. Yeah, yeah because I, I think they um, they own the apartment building 
They own an apartment building and he's always there, you know, fixing pipes. Yeah, he owns the apartment building, apparently, that also houses his pizza place. That also is... Is it under it, the same... It's near it or... Or just... Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it I, seems... I couldn't really get a sense of space in this. That's that, that's one of the very few drawbacks is we're not really... Sh I mean, it, it feels like... I think it's walking distance at least. Even though it says Tacoma, it, it's shot in such a way and in a pizza place with those type of... It, it was some Italian... That entire Italian stereotypical voice. You think that it's like... Uh, that's uh, in it's New in New York somewhere. somewhere. It's a, I somewhere in the Little I, Italy or something. When somewhere. I watched it as a kid, I assumed... Yeah. I, yeah, and they don't really say, yeah, it, and I don't know why you would say Tacoma Walk because it really doesn't, you know, have any. Yeah, I'm not really sure why they doesn't connect to the story, especially if we're going to go is like. That, is that where it's shot? Or it's where that, it's shot. It's literally it's where, where it's set, though. Yeah, it, where, it's sought, it, where it's shot and set, but yeah. there's no real actual reason for any of that bullet. I mean, not really. You know, it's not like, okay, they didn't make it part of the story. They didn't make it essential to the story. Even well, it's if, not. Yeah, and it's not. And uh, I guess they were thinking, hey, let, we're going to have it uh, be like 3,000. We can't have it set in Pennsylvania. We can have it set on the completely other side of the United States so people don't think uh, about this incident that we're basing it on. Maybe that's the idea I, in maybe, the writer's uh, head, if we want to fucking do that. Anyway. To try and, yeah, disguise it. Have, disguise mean, it, even though it's not really... Even, even though it was pretty well, you know, it's kind of a known thing. That it documented, and no one actually cares, so it's not like... Or not cares, but, like, it's... I don't know how much trouble you would be in if you said it in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Any... Ain't fucking way. Let's move on. Okay, so I think the one of the next scenes is um that you know they're in the pizza place. It's fairly successful. It's really busy. Um, some cops come in. They sit down. They have a chat. So they know these two cops. They're like friendly. They're regulars. Yeah. Um, and you know Joey takes a phone call and he's you know talking to one of his chicks. You can tell because his voice gets kind of low and yeah. he's just like no tonight I can't. And we see him like kneading pizza dough, but he's kind of like bawling it and like. M massaging it like it's a tit which yeah. was really weird and uh, just a little bit creepy but um i do love the little shot when they show the pizza place they show the the photos that are um displayed yeah. in their restaurant yeah and it is jfk the pope jesus mary and frank sinatra yeah in the five, that order the yeah the five most important Fictional characters. Oh no, Cath. Oh, JFK that's what. JFK and the Pope are not. And they're not, not fictional not characters. characters. No, no, no. JFK was very but real. Jesus I saw his fucking head. Are, are um, also debatably not fictional characters. No, they're not. No, no. We've seen pictures. Pics are. It, no, it did. Ha it did happen. Those pics. So we know they're real. Uh, but yeah, those. I mean, that seems typical. That also seems typical of. Catholic pizza. I mean, I would see that in. I'd see JFK fucking photos of JFK in pizza places. I've seen that before. Really? I've seen pictures of Frank Sinatra in pizza places. Yeah, that too. that that would uh, make sense. And I've also. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how Catholic they are. But yeah, I've seen at least one picture of Jesus next to a fat guy who's making me a pizza. You know, I mean, yeah, he's giving me a slice. He's, yeah. His weight. Um, Eat this pizza, it is my body. Yes, it, it's, it's just as doughy as his fucking body, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, they seem really, uh, and yet they have that guilt, they have, he has that guilt thing, or he feels like he He doesn't to be seem that. to, I don't think he has guilt at all. Well, he doesn't have the, yeah, okay, fine. Well, he doesn't well, have, well, like, the, he feels like he needs to have the, uh, he needs to feel 
guilty or uh, I don't know. You know I think or it justifies to confess it the like that. Time. Yeah. Well, you know, you go to confession just because you're supposed to. Yeah. Before because you're supposed to, not because you actually. It's like I do what I want. I go and confess, and then everything's fine. Yeah. Like when he goes up to a quote unquote fix a Victoria Jackson's pipes. Um, you know, she's like, well, can maybe you, you know, spend the night sometime? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? I, I have a wife and kids and a business. I have to go. I <laughs> I, I'm an upstanding night. citizen. I can't do and she's what like, you want. She's like, well, you know, if you're such a good Catholic, yeah. why do you cheat on your wife? Yeah. And then that's when he gave the whole, you know, hey, I'm Italian, I'm a man, I can't. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm a top like, G. I can't help it. And she's just like, well, what kind of marriage is that? And he's like, uh, it's a good marriage. I buy food, she cooks it. And, and, and Victoria Jackson's all like, yeah, but your wife's not even, you know, and he's like, I can't see, you know, you're not my wife. You're not even Italian. And Victoria's like, well, neither is your wife. She's some kind of Eurasian is what she's Eurasian, which is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's not real. I don't think that's real, a Eurasian. Well, Eurasia exists. It's a continent. Yeah, but I it's don't two think. two continents, actually. But I don't think Tracy Ullman, tra- yeah, Eurasian. But then uh, Tracy Ullman is English. Um, yeah. And then Joey says, uh. No, she's not from there. She's from Yugoslavia. <laughs> it's 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 really good. Yeah, he uh, it's she's really a uh, uh, she really feels like he can do anything and like nothing. And he stays upbeat even up to the point even that he gets shot or that he gets hurt. He's still kind of it. I don't know. It there it doesn't seem like there was a lot of ill will. Even after he gets fucking no, hurt. there was no ill will, and that's based on that. That co-lines with the uh, actual story this was based on, and then we kind of meet the rest of the family. Um, he's doing Miss Mary Mac with the hand slapping game with his daughter, and he knows the entire song, so that's kind of like okay. So, so he is technically a good dad. So there's that. Um, Devo's hanging out with um, Rosalie and her mother. Yeah. Um, Joan Plowright and. Um, so, so it's kind of interesting. He's like in his early 20s, but he likes hanging out with these older ladies. That's just his bag. But he has a bag of runes, and he's reading the runes for them. And the mom's really into, she's really into like tabloids yeah. and um, re- machine repair. And, you know, whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very odd. That, that seems like it's a pull from the actual story, too. Otherwise, why would you? That is just very specific. World that's very building? Specific. Character yeah. building? yeah. World, yeah, exactly. Um, she, he's not. It, it, even though Devo seems really in love, in love with uh, Rosalie, he's not really making it. He's not hiding it. He's. It's pretty obvious. You can see in his eyes how attentive he is as a friend and all that shit, and what he was willing to do to fucking get rid of so she's she finds a uh piece of paper right or am i wrong about that what, what are you referring to uh do, how i forgot how does rosalie um uh discover oh well we'll, 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 we'll get into that i have that yeah. written down oh yeah, yeah um okay. so you know they're in the kitchen and joey yells for a beer and Devo's like, yeah, I think you should let him get his own beer. And Rosalie's just like, hey, I like taking care of them. She, she is the put-upon wife. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah. And Joey's like, hey, I'm going to go out. And she's like, um, I thought you were going to stay home. We have paperwork to do, all the bills and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm going to go out. So it's like, he's going to go out and have a good time. She stays home and does all the actual work. So this is the yeah. dynamic of this relationship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he goes out to a bar. Um, and they're, they're playing Bob Marley. Yeah. Which is like, okay. That's nice. Um, and he meets Phoebe Cates. Um, and they were already married at this time. 
Um, I had to look that up because they've been married for a freaking for a they've been long married time. since eighty nine. Yeah. Um, good for them. And uh, oh, and he's putting all these cheesy lines on her, and she's like, well, you know, I'm with someone, and he's like, that guy. He's like, yeah, show me your boyfriend so I can spend the rest of my life wishing I was him. And she told totally, <laughs> wishing I was him. Sorry. Yeah. And she falls for it, hook, slide, and, hook, line, and sinker, and then they start dancing to Hall & Oates. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's quite a range of music for this bar. Yeah. Bob Marley and Hall & Oates, all right, in 1990, I, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, he, he, that, that, he, really lays it on th- he really lays it on thick and really knows how to work. Uh, uh, work. Uh, I guess uh, that's his thing. He's good at cheesy pickup lines, and he's just kind of suave and silly, and, this, and the like, voice, and yeah. the gosh darn. And he again, yeah, Kevin. Clark Which is, is also uh, why guys like that go like, after girls in their early twenties. Early twenty, uh, yeah. They're more, they don't have as much experience. At least not. Fucking, yeah, at least not back then. Or they're they're. I mean, not not, not to stereotype, but just in general, now. they're kind of easier to flatter. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, like, they're not looking to see through bullshit. They want validation. Mm-hmm. More like, not all of them or anything. I'm not saying that. No. It's just it's just maybe a little easier to manipulate because of less experience with people in general. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't experienced as much of the horrible world, and so now they're out, you know, getting drinks with their friends, and they don't think that, you know... It, it, they're more optimistic. Like, oh, if this person says it, they probably mean it. Otherwise, yeah. why would they say it? Why would they say that thing other than... <laughs> Well, you're young people. In, young people in general. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's sweet enough. I mean, that's not sweet enough. But he certainly knows how to. You can. It, it's a, an example of seeing how he can work the uh, these ladies, um, he, as well as Heather Gra- Heather Graham is also in. He- yeah, yeah. Um, I believe a, a a later scene just after that. Oh yeah. Um, Rosalie and Diva are hanging out. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's talking about, you know, how she's, you know, she says, you know, Joe would never run around on me. And he's like, you're projecting. And she's like, what? Oh, he's actually says that to Joey. Yeah. Cause, oh, cause he gives him a ride. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, you need to be better to your wife. And he's like, no, I love my wife. Everything's great. I'm a great, I'm a great husband. I don't do it. So I, uh. She has a great life. And he's like, you're projecting. And he's like, what does that mean? And he's just like, well, it makes you feel good to believe that your wife is happy. And he's like, of course it makes me feel good to believe my wife is happy. Why wouldn't it make me feel good? Yeah, like he's just not getting it at all. uh, Yeah, of course. I also, you know, and throughout this, he, he doesn't, See the inherent, uh, the in, uh, the inherent just wrongness of what he's doing at all. He just thinks it's something uh, because I. It might be because of how he was brought up that he believes that these thing that you can just cheat on your wife. And, yeah, I, th- know, I think that is a thing it. in certain families. Yeah, um, and I, Rosalie's like taking out the trash, and Devo's hanging out in the back of the restaurant. And she's and there. He was. He's doing some kind of deal or something with this guy. And she's just like, "How do you know these weird people?" And he says, "Oh, he went to prison with my brother." So we're kind of setting setting up that he knows some kind of some unsavory uh, some unsavory characters. People, yes, yeah, that's a good characters. way to that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And they talk about you know she talks about how he should get a girl and you know if you get a motorcycle the girls love it you know my first boyfriend had a motorcycle and it drove me crazy and. <laughs> And Diva's just like, well, what happened? And she's like, Joey Boca happened. And he's like, what, so fast? And Rosalie's just like, yeah, I do what I feel. And Diva's like, well, you must have felt suicidal. 
and he tells her how wonderful she is, and she's like, oh, Devo, you're good for my ego. And that's when Heather Graham comes over and yeah. says, is Joey here? He told me that, uh, that he would show me one of the apartments that he has to rent. Yeah, and... Uh, and she introduces, uh, like, hey, this is my friend Devo. Devo, this is, you know, baby Heather Graham. This is you know, Bridget. Kind of, wink, yeah. wink, Bridget. Yes, that was that character's name. Yeah. I love how you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I read it just a moment ago, but... Oh, you did? Okay. Okay, I like that. That's a good pull, babe. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, uh... She, it, it's amazing how many to- how many times he's uh, that Kevin Klein's character Joey is able to pull the wool over his wife's eyes enough. But like when Heather Graham actually comes by and says, "Hey, I want to see the apartment," and he's like, "Oh, we can't." I can't do that right now. He's like, no, I'm busy. I can't do it now. And really, Rosalie's just like, well, she did come all this way. Why don't you just well, show her the apartment? Yeah. But I think he's kind of thinking is like, what's the point of actually doing that if you're around and you know what's happening and I can't just go up and bang her? Yeah, which is insane. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do something with you know reasonable intentions of actually renting an apartment. I want to get a little something out of it. Yeah, and That's I want. I read it. I would. I, yeah. Well, you read it correctly. It's how. It, and you know, I don't. And he also feels kind of embarrassed, like. I don't want to, you know, I want this woman to get out of my face. I'm with my wife right now. It's, that it's is, like, yes, that's the main thing. I have, I have one that's life what over I read, here right? and one life over here. They're they kind of mixing. They and cannot I meet. Yeah, and he nope. can't compartmentalize it. Worlds collide. Yes. Not a good idea. Nothing scarier than worlds colliding. He's like, oh, my wife has actually spoken to this person, so now I'm all turned off and it's weird. Yeah, and now I will never want to... to, Now he'll probably just be reminded of that interaction after, after, if he ever sees Heather Graham again, which I don't think he does, but it's... um, I believe that's her only scene in the movie. Yeah, that's her only main main scene in the movie. It's just, or she had like two scenes, right? She, or didn't she, or am I wrong? This was my my only recollection. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, um... So, Tracy Ullman, Rosalie, she is returning some kids' books to the library, and that's where he sees Joey with another... That's where she sees Joey with another Another... Woman. At the... Yeah, and... In the freaking library of all places, in the stacks, and they're canoodling. And they're... It's... It, it, and the writing here isn't really great. He's... It, it's, it seems a bit on the nose to him mention his wife and stuff like that. Well, 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 actually, I believe what happens, you know, the they're, they're canoodling, he's grabbing her butt... So yeah, Rosalie sees them on the other side of yeah. of a shelf, but she can kind of see through the books. And of course, you know his voice is pretty um, uh, recognizable. Yeah. Um, and you know he says, "Hey, let's get out of here." And the woman says, "Well, what about your wife?" And he says, "Uh, no, she can't come." So she had to see it to actually believe it. <laughs> she can't come. I, I we have to be there. You know. <laughs> So no. Rosalie goes and has kind of a kind of a panic attack outside, and it's really kind of like sad and sweet. These little kids, she must know a lot of the kids in the in the neighborhood. They're just kind of um, pillars of the community, um, and they're just like, "Oh, how are you doing, Rosalie? What's wrong?" And you know, she's crying. She's obviously freaked out, and she's like, "Oh, well, I just I lost something." And they're like, "Well, can we help you find it?" These like kids, they're like, I don't know, nine, eleven. I can't tell children's age. No, me neither. Um, and, and she's like, no, no, it's okay, I'll find it. And it's just like, oh, this, like, really good person just has is having this life-shattering moment. Yeah, it's, re- it's really... And these kids want to help, but they really can't. No, they can't do shit. I mean, I mean, they can't do much. I don't know what they could really do in this situation. So that's when she goes home, and she, you know, tells her mom. And she's just like, you know, I... Because I believe it was earlier, um... 
Yeah. Devo said something about like, well, you know, what would happen if you knew jo- Joey was cheating? She's like, um, I'd kill him or I'd kill myself. <laughs> so instead of deciding to kill herself, she's she's Sides like to kill him. She's yeah. like, yeah, he's got to go. And yeah. you know, her mother is like, not really. Gung. Sh- it's not really not really shocked. She's just gung ho. She's yeah, like, well, you know, the sooner he's crazy. dead, the sooner you begin to live. <laughs> she's like, I know a guy, good boy. You know, when they decide to do a plan to have him murdered. Yeah. And Rosalie's just like, well, how do you know these types of people? And she's like, yeah, I have a lot of friends. And Rosalie's like, killers? And she's like, no, not real killers. They just do it for money. In America, people kill each other left and right. It's of like a national pa- pastime. Nobody gets caught. <laughs> no one gets caught. No, of course not. No one gets caught. So, yeah, then we see uh, Joan Plarat's character um, convince one of her friend's grandsons <laughs> to go after Joey, which she does... He does. With a baseball bat wearing an Abraham Lincoln mask. This is fucking hilarious. It's so sad. Yeah, it, yeah, it goes complete it goes completely awry. Joey yeah. just gets the bat from him and chases him off. <laughs> so this guy had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> Which is very depressed. Uh, so so then they have um the the main cop from the restaurant from before. So we've that's an established relationship. He's you know taking a statement from Joey at their house. And Joey keeps trying to get Tracy Ellman to get up and give the cops something to eat or drink. So yeah. like, don't you want... that? Like, I guess it's, it's supposed to be an Italian thing. If, if you have company, you must feed them, which I am for. I am for anyone who wants because to Because I, wa- I want to be fed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> anyone gives me food, you're, we're automatically friends. Um... But it's just really annoying. She, like, gets up for, you know, coffee, and he's like, no, no coffee. I'm trying to give up. And he's like, give up coffee? I've never heard of that. Um, And he's like, well, what about this? Do you want this? And she gets up and has to sit down. And he's just like, no, Rosalie, sit down. I just want to do my job. Because she's just the, you know, like the little freaking house servant. Yeah. Um, And so he takes a statement, and Joey's statement is basically uh, some maniac in an Abraham Lincoln mask tried to brain me with a baseball bat. That's the whole story. (laughs) And Rosalie's mom's like, well, did you see what he looked like? And he's just like, yeah, he looked like Abraham Abraham Lincoln Lincoln. coming up to bat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he did. It's not, yeah. not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So then we see that Joey has bought a gun, and he's, you know, he's kind of practicing with it, taxi driver style. And he says, okay, Mr. Abraham Lincoln, son of a bitch bastard, what are you going to do now? For, you know, for self-protection. Yeah. And um, Joan Plyright has, um, she has rigged Joey's car to explode. Explode. Like in The Godfather. Yeah, and uh, they. Uh, and this is before they do the sleeping pills, of course. Yes, yes, yes this is before. Um... But then, you know, Tracy Ullman gets in the car with them. They're going to go work together, which they normally don't do. She's like, yeah, my car was sounding funny. I didn't want to. And then, you know. The, mom, the mother's like, please don't do that. Get out of the car. Why yeah, are you doing this? she's trying to get out of the car. She's just like, ah. She's coming up with anything out her ass to say. She's like, ah, it's very bad luck for a man and woman to drive together on a Wednesday. You know, just. <laughs> she's like, ah, and it's going to rain. Excuse. And this and that and the other. Um, But. Then Joey, you know, he turns the key, starts the ignition, and the bomb does... They both freak out, but then the bomb doesn't go off, and Joey's like, what's, what's the matter with you guys? <laughs> what the, the fuck is happening here? What's wrong here? I don't so know. So that's it, because it has been pre-established that she, you know, she fixes cars, she was soldering um, at the at the restaurant before yeah. they started the fight when they were having dinner with the kids. Yeah. Um. So she knows about things like that, but apparently not well enough for it to actually work. Yeah. Which <laughs> It's really, it's really sad. Yeah, so then they go to their second plan, and they're both making marinara sauce, 
with, you know, they're putting lots of spices in, they're putting pepper and this and that and the other to try and cover up the taste, I guess, because she puts in two entire bottles Three. of sleep. Three. She said it's two. She says two twice. And then there's a, oh, I thought there was a third, I thought there was a third bottle that they put in a little bit later on, but yeah, it started off with two, yeah. Well, she even says that the statement later with the cops, and they're like, well, how oh. many bottles of sleep pills? And she said, she says, I put two bottles in, one, two. Okay. Um... And, and I love it. The, the sleeping pills are actually called dreamies. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, that should be enough to kill anyone. Um, so then they, you know, put the sauce on the spaghetti. And he eats so fucking much of this table yes. spaghetti. And it, nothing... Bowl after bowl. And he's all stoked about it. He's just like, oh, this is the best meal you ever made. It's nice and spicy, just like my mama used to make. <laughs> Like, maybe maybe your mom was trying to kill you too, bro. That... <laughs> and he's drinking beer with the sleeping pills. Bad idea. And he just, he passes, and then, you know, she thinks it's working, but he just kind of passes out in a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. On her lap, on the couch. It's... But then he starts snoring, so it's like, oh, he's not dead, he's just asleep. Sleep. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently that's not, uh, apparently that's not enough. No. Yeah, you did not kill him at all. You killed no, him and, and, you know, um, Rosalie and her mom are freaking out, and Rosalie's just like, well, you know, Joey's not a normal man. He works 12, 14 hours, seven days a week, doesn't get more than two or three hours sleep a night, out with a different woman every night. He eats whatever he wants, never gains any weight. He's like a machine. Which is... Yeah, and yeah, he was saying like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't feel so good. But then he comes out, so he comes out when they're talking to each other because they're on the porch swing, and he's just like, oh, I'm fine now. I had a good crap. That was all. It's like, okay, yeah, that's that's charming. <laughs> and then they go back inside, and he's all, he's in a great mood. He wants to play Monopoly, and he eats even more spaghetti. Oh, and that's when he passes out and he snores in the bowl, and then you know, they're like, oh, she's starting to have, you know. Buyer's remorse. She's starting to regret it. She's like, maybe we should take him to the hospital. And the mom's like, well, if we take him to the hospital, we'll find he's full of dreamies. We have to kill him. So they have to come up with yet another plan. Yeah, so a they plan, pick up... plan to be. Yeah, exactly. So they get the, they hire the two. <laughs> well, well, she, well, they're like, you know, they're like, well, we have to shoot him. We have this gun, and neither one of them will shoot him. And they're like, okay, well, we have to call Devo. Devo's a he's a good he's a good boy. He's a nice boy. He likes you. He'll do it. Yeah. He'll do what you say. He's in love with you. He'll certainly try and kill your husband. Yeah, and it's it's so sad what he how Devo fucking goes through with it. It's really I know. Really poor fucking... thing. He's like having an existential crisis over it. Um. It, yeah, they they convince him, and he you know they hear a shot, and he's like, yeah, you know, I I think I, I shot. I, I think I shot. I think him. I think I shot I him. I turned too. away at the last second, so I don't really know. <laughs> but then they, you know, um, Trace Hillman looks, and she's like, yeah, I think this is a bullet hole in his in his head. Inside. It's very small, and there's blood all over the pillow. But he's like still snoring and kind of talking in his sleep. He's still not he's dead. He's still not dead. Yeah, you can't kill this fucker. He's a... he's like Rasputin. <laughs> yes, Rasputin. Who? Yeah. In many ways, she's like Rasputin. So they're like, okay, well, we gotta shoot him again. And the Devil's just like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. That's not happening. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no. They, uh, I, I forget how they hire the, uh, Keanu and, oh, uh, and William Hurt about this. Devo yeah. goes to that bar. And oh, he's yeah. In, and he's in disguise in a hat, glasses, and this super fake oh, Fu Manchu yeah. mustache. Yeah. And he goes right up to the bartender, and the bartender says, yeah, how's it going, Devo? Like, he's recognized bartender. right away because he's River Phoenix. <laughs> Bartendo. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, have you have you seen... I guess he's looking for Harlan. He's looking for William Hurt's character, who's playing pool with his cousin Marlon. It's Harlan and Marlon. 
Very silly. Yeah, very stupid. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Keanu's not really playing. He's so fucking out of it this entire time. Yeah, he's uh, he's he looks very. Both of them look fairly stoned, but he, the uh, Keanu's really pulling off very well. Yeah. Anyway. Well, before before this, you know, Joey kept saying he didn't feel good, and she's just like, "Ah, oh, you have a virus. We called the doctor, and he he gave you a shot. You just need a rest." And he's <laughs> you, like, "Oh, a virus. All right. A virus. Okay. This just reminded me of COVID. You have a virus. I know, right?" <laughs> Okay, but, um, yeah. So then the three of them sit down, and Diva's trying to convince him to, uh, to shoot him. And, uh, he's like, you know, he's practically dead already. I already shot him once. I just need you to finish him off. And he offers them, you know, 300 bucks. They kind of try and get more, and then they meet in the middle. And then Keanu's all like, well, if we're going to waste the dude, we should get paid for it, man. It's the American way. <laughs> and William Hurt's all like, yeah, we're not communists. We're American with a right to make a living. Yeah. Well, that's true, yeah. So, yeah, then Devo goes back to the, um, back to the Boca house. That's their last name. Yeah. And, um, he, they're waiting, they're waiting for the killers to show up. Not the band, but... No, yeah. The two the guys they yeah, hired Marlins, to shoot Joey. Yeah. Mar Harlan Mar and Marlin. Harlan and Marlin. Yeah. And and this they're just kind of like, uh, okay, we're waiting, where are they going? And then they see this car pull up and they're like, Oh, okay, maybe that's them. But then they're like, No, that can't be them. They're it's a taxi. And they did in fact take, take a, taxi a taxi to where they were supposed to, to kill. To where they're going to murder someone. Yeah. Which is also not not good that's not good. That's and, Yeah, and then, you know, Dew and Rose are like like you took a taxi, how could you take you know, oh and it's funny when they when they paid the driver, it's only like eight fifty the fare. They don't have I don't know. If the, yeah, I don't know if the guy's just like fuck this and leaves without his. I think hair. it's the second. Th I think it's fuck this. Yeah, so. because they just kind of Keanu just pulls out his hand and there's just like a bunch of shit. Two dollars and pocket. fifty cents, probably maybe. Well, and just wadded up bills. We have yeah. no idea what they yeah. actually had or paid him. And they give him shit for taking a taxi, and then Keanu's just like, the dude's only a taxi driver. He's not <laughs> like what's his name. <laughs> what's his name? You know, and William Hurt's like. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah, no one, yeah, you can't fuck? remember you Travis Bickle's name. Yeah, is that that's what they're who, referring to? That's yeah. what they're referring to, the the violent taxi oh, driver. Who else are you, Who else is a fucking violent taxi driver? That's I fucking, guess that's That's funny. the only, it's like, you know, the most uh, well-known, recognized killer taxi driver man in the movie Taxi yeah, Driver. Yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rosalie Silly. freaks out. She's like, I don't, I don't know. They look like drug addicts. And Diva's just like, well, they are drug addicts. And she's like, you brought drug addicts into my house? house? And then her mom's just like, don't think of them as drug addicts. Think of them as killers. Yeah, think of them as killers, as you should. <laughs> yeah, so they tell them, like, okay, you know, he's like, okay, we're going to go do it. He kind of gives them grief that their their little handgun is only a twenty two. He's like, ah, it's kind of small. There's there's not a whole lot of pop to this. And she's like, well, this is the gun we have. Yeah, this is, I mean... And he's like, okay, so put on a record really loud to cover up the sound of the shot. And that turns into a whole... whole thing where they can't find, oh, which record am I going to play? I don't like that. I don't want to listen to yes, Johnny Mathis. Yes, the grandmother insists it has to be Johnny Mathis to cover up the shot. He's like, I like Johnny Mathis. And Rosie's like, well, how about this one? And she's like, oh, Madonna, no. And it, upstairs, they're like, what is happening here? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. the two guys, they're upstairs. They're just waiting for the music so they can shoot him. And they're, you know, they've never done this before. And, you know, he's just like, well, I've never killed nobody either. How hard can it be? Um, and, and then Keanu grabs the bat. 
Yeah. The bat that he took from Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Um, the, and he's yeah. just like, what's that for? And Keanu's just like, well, you know, in case he wakes up. Um, yeah, he, and then hurt him again. Yeah. So, you know, he's standing, you know, William Hurt's standing over Kevin Klein with a gun. Keanu's there with the bat, like, over his head. And then he, um, Harlan's just like, oh, look at that on the bat. It's a Reggie Jackson bat. And then they talk about how much they like Reggie Jackson, which is Reggie so weird. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, and then they both start chanting, Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. And then downstairs, uh, Devo's all like, oh, they want to hear reggae music. Reggae? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for reggae music. Well, and then Tracy Ullman's like, what is reggae, reggae music? music? Yeah. It's like, it's what they were playing in the bar earlier. You weren't there. <laughs> Oh, and then this is this is a this is a funny bit. Keanu Reeves asks William Hurt, he's like, "So where are you gonna shoot him?" And William Hurt's like, "Right here." What do you think? I'm gonna take him downtown? And Keanu's like, "Where on his body?" And um, William Hurt's like, <laughs> "Like a uh, heart, downtown. I guess." And then Keanu's like, the "Oh, where, where part of the heart? Where is that? Where is the heart?" Wait, wait, man, school. school. You know, school, school. The Pledge of Allegiance. You have to put your hand over your heart. So then they they stand up, they put their hands over their heart, and they clusterfuck the the. Uh, Amer uh, the American Allegiance, the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> the American Allegiance, the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm smart. They're saying things like uh, Amber Graves of Liberty mm. for All, Deliver Us from Freedom. Deliver Us from Evil is what... <laughs> deliver Us from Freedom, yes. Deliver Us from Evil, Deliver Us from Freedom. Fucking, it's so and he still shoots funny. him on the wrong side. It's he shoots so, him on the right yeah, side. Yeah, he does shoot him on the, the wrong side yeah. because they're so stupid. They're very stupid. They're very fucked up and stupid. They, they're having trouble. Okay, where's my hand? I know where my hand is. But because Kevin Klein's character the, uh, is yeah, laying down opposite, opposite way, they shoot him the, uh, the other, uh, not uh, in the heart, but on the it's just so yeah, embarrassing. On the wrong side, and yeah, right after they, uh, right after they shoot him, then the music. Then the music starts. And, yeah. and then, and then they're like, "Oh no!" But the music's already, ha the shot already happened. Doesn't matter if the music's on right now. Oh god, it's such a. Fucking and it's not thing. Johnny Mathis either. No, um, it's not. And then they go down, and Harlan's like, "Well, I shot him," and Tracy Ullman freaks out, and she goes to their little. She goes to her crucifix and starts praying to bring him back. Yeah. Um, and then you know. William Hurt's just like, uh, I thought she wanted him dead. And yeah. Keanu's like, oh, did we shoot the wrong guy? <laughs> the guy? <laughs> it's like, there's only one other guy up there. <laughs> uh, and, and, look, and, that, and that's a recurring bit. It's, oh, who's who's Joey? Yeah, who's yeah, that Keanu guy? Can't, can't uh, he can't remember anybody's yeah, he name. he has no idea what's going on the uh, entire time. Oh, Rosalie. and luckily the kids went to stay with, I think, their aunt. The kids are not in the house while this yeah. is happening. The kids who are play. I mean, the boy is played by... Uh, Lawrence Kasdan's son, John Kasdan. Yes, who had also played Kevin Klein's son in, I believe, The Big Chill? Either uh, The Big Chill or Grand Canyon. Yeah, uh, I believe, I believe The Big, I, I believe, I thought, yeah, in The Big Chill as well. He, he was in the movie. It was very, very... But then, younger. yeah, she's shocked when Joey comes downstairs, and he's fucking fine. He he's has a, great. he has a shot, he has blood all over his, um, pajama he's, top. So he's not fine. So he's been shot a, a handful of, I mean, like... Uh, two times at least. Yeah, and he's like, ah, there was a sound like a firecracker woke me up. And then he notices the the two extra guys there, and he's like, Rosalie, we have company. You're not feeding them? What, do we have no food in the house or what? And he goes up to, you know, it's Devo and the other two guys, and he's just Harlan like... Harlan and Marlon. Harlan and Marlon, yes. And he's just like, do I know everybody? And they give him these, these fake names. <laughs> he's just like, I'm a... Uh, Lewis something and you know just these to and he's 
you know, Keanu's like, I'm William, William Brown. <laughs> These obviously William fake Brown. names. And then Joey introduces himself as Joey's Pizza. <laughs> I'm Joey's Pizza, yeah. And he offers them more food. They're more... He, uh, and he's like, you want some cheese and crackers after after Tracy Ullman just said, no, they're not hungry. And she's like, no, they're not hungry there. Uh, come they're, on. Oh, right. and, and, and then he even in his brain, he's thinking like, come on, be the be a good wife and serve these guys he's food. like, yeah, we have to be a good host. If you have people in your house, you got to feed them. And then Harlan's just like, how are you feeling, Joey? And he's just like, ah, I'm not too good. I have a virus. <laughs> <laughs> and Tracy Ullman takes him back. Another line from the, the past three years. Not oh, too good. I have yeah. a virus. Yeah, and, and Tracy Ullman takes him back to the bed, but at the bottom of the stairs, his pajama pants completely fall down. Yeah. And then once she gets him up into bed, he's feeling a little frisky, and he's like, hey, why don't you, uh, and he like, points to his wiener. And, it, and she's just like, no, Joey, not now. What the fuck? <laughs> About 40 minutes ago, I wanted you dead. This is not cool. She, she, she's just like, there is so much wrong with this right now. <laughs> This is so fucking sad. And then, of course, they don't—they don't get their whole like, you know, four fifty or three hundred bucks. No, or whatever no. They, they agreed on. It, I thought it was like I thought they agreed on four hundred, and then they only got two hundred of it. Right? Yeah, because yeah. they're just like you know, well, you didn't complete the job, and yeah. he's like, well, I shot him, and then you know, uh, Joan Plyra's just like, you woke him up. What good is that? Yeah. <laughs> And then Harlan's just like, next time we do this, we get paid in advance. And then Keanu's just, is like, uh, if we keep shooting Joey, don't you think he might notice? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're dumbasses, and they go back to the bar, and they brag about, like, a fake amount of money. Like, they say five grand for shooting Joe Bo- Joey Boca. Um, and then the cops find find that out, you know, from a stoolie. Yeah, from from a rat. But, uh... So the cops are like, okay, we have to see what the fuck's up. So they go to the Boca house. Yeah. And... And, you know, um, and the three of them are all in the living room, and Rosalie's just like, Joey has two bullets in him, he could be, you know, when the cops get there, she's like, he has two bullets in him, he could be dying. And then her mom's just like, well, then how come he wants meatballs? Because he's asking for more food. (laughs) This, This dude is like a machine, he's nuts. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing that this is yeah this is a nice this is a nice little com- this is a nice comedy because in any other th- I like how they're taking it it's seriously enough but yeah, it is play, absurd of like string, he's yeah. still alive oh my gosh I'm cl- yeah it felt very it, it it felt very slightly screwball which is like this uh, which is like Oscar but mm-hmm. yeah the, uh, and the and then you know the cops kind of examining him and you know. She's like, oh, he doesn't feel well. He has, Rosalie's like, he has a virus. And then, you know, he kind of turns him over a little bit, and he noticed there's blood all over the pillow, and he's like, what's going on here? He's been shot in the head, and everybody acts shot. Devo's like, really? Really? And and she's just like, yeah, we found him outside shot. It must have been the mafia. And her mom's like, yeah, you know, Joey was Italian. (laughs) Stereotypes galore. Stereotypes. And then the cops are like, well, why didn't you take him to the hospital? Rosalie's like, well, he didn't want to go. And the cop turns to Joey and he's like, Joey, you didn't want to go to the hospital? And and Joey's like, no, what, for a virus? No, I'm fine. (laughs) So they all get booked and they totally, they confess, everyone confessed to shooting. Rosalie confesses, her mom confesses, they didn't do it. And Devo's, like, playing coy. He's like, well, maybe I'm glad it happened. Maybe I wanted to shoot him. Yeah. And they're like, what are you saying? Are you saying you shot him? And he's like, no, that's not what he's saying at all. And, and Devo's just like, well, you know, I know about guns. My brother was in the, na- the National Guard. 
And the cops are like, what are you saying? And this other dude is saying, well, he's saying his brother was a patriotic American. It's just, again, kind of a... <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Such a great comedy. So fucking funny. So, yeah, and then they, they're doing kind of, um, everybody's, you know, walking out of the, uh, uh, not the cop factory, but the police station. The cop factory. <laughs> that is where they make the fucking killers that we see on a regular basis. The uh, cop the police factory. station. Um, and then Harlan and Marlon are there. And Harlan's just like, well, you know, because there's paparazzi and, you know, press all over. And Harlan's just like, what about Joey? Is he dead or what? And that's when Keanu's like, who's Joey? And Harlan's like, you know, the guy. The guy. Uh. And Keanu's just like, oh, right. Oh, yeah, right. The guy. Yeah, but then Joey, he bails everyone out. Because his mother kind of pushes him that one way. Or, right? Or. Was that, oh yeah, he was in, um, oh yeah, he's in the hospital for a bit. His mom comes and sees him. Yeah, the, uh, Miriam Margolis. Yes, uh, veteran British comedic actress. Marian. Just uh, has more or less like one scene to, at his, at his bedside. And, yeah, at his bedside, and he's like, oh, what, you think it's okay you, you cheat on your wife? And he's like, yeah, mom, I'm sorry, what can I say? And she's like, you don't say sorry to me, you say sorry to Rosalie, she's your wife. Right. And she just keeps hitting him in the head. When he, he, she's like, he's ah. shot in the head. She, he's like, yeah, mom, I got a bullet in my head. And she's like, you should have two bullets, three bullets, four bullets in your head. <laughs> four bullets. So oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, he refuses to press charges on any of these people and just says yeah well i know what's going on i was a terrible person and i apologize and he realizes the error of his ways and inside oh, yeah, and, and while he's in the hospital he also breaks up with victoria jackson who comes to uh yeah. visit. she's she's he's just like yeah you know when you get shot in the head it makes you think i can't be messing around i gotta take my marriage more serious yeah i have to <laughs> so i don't get shot in the head again or or in my fucking body and I, yeah, that's one of the things. Violence made him, you know, became a so- become a softer person. Well, I think he he yeah. realized how much he hurt her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he springs everybody, and um, you know, Harlan's just like you bail us out. And he's like, oh yeah, I bail out everybody. If I press charges against you, then they're gonna take Rosa. Yeah, then they're gonna put keep my wife in jail, and she's the mother of my kids, and I just can't have that. So you know, let's let bygones be bygones. And then, then when they're walking away, they're just like, oh, what a nice guy. <laughs> and uh, fucking Keanu's character still has trouble remembering what the f- who Who's that? We were in there? Oh, yeah, Rosalie. Yeah. And then Rosalie comes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her mom comes out first and he's like, oh, so he has, you know, he has roses and candy. And she's like, oh, is that for me? And she's like, uh. He, Joey's just like, uh, yeah, I guess. And she's like, okay, good. But remember next time, chocolates aren't my favorite. I like hard candy. I like hard candy. <laughs> Joan Plurad, oh my gosh. And then Rosalie comes out, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I, I got a bullet in my head. I never felt better. And then they, they make up, and she gets pissed, and then they start making out, and he because re- he reproposes to her, and she's just like, well, you, I was always a good wife. You know, you need to be a better husband. And he's like, yeah, you're totally right. You're completely right. And they, and they make up and, you know, a happy ending, I suppose. Happy ending, I suppose, yes. So, yeah, I found an article. Oh, j- uh, can we pause for just a moment? Sure. So, oh, you found an article. Well, I'd like, to, I'd like to go back just a tad. Okay, so they do the thing where they say the uh, title of the movie in the movie. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, to, to Rosalie, you know, I realize this woman loves me to death. 
And, and Loves and me to death. Yes, and then they get back together. So yes, I found an article from um, local news Fox 19 um, out of Allentown, Pennsylvania. And this was published February 17th, 2023. Um, oh, so fairly recently. Yes, Fuck. yeah, it's recent. Um, it says, couple celebrates 57 years married despite multiple murder attempts. This is about, the same couple. Wow, yeah, this is 57 the couple. years. Yes, Tony and Francis Toto will celebrate 57 years of marriage. Uh, let's see. So, let, um, no, 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 no. you know, while not everything in the movie is ac- accurate, Francis Toto did hire teenage hitmen to help try and kill her husband five times, including failed attempts to blow up his car and attack him with a baseball bat. One night, Francis Toto put a bottle of sleeping pills in her husband's food, and then the hitmen shot him. Twice, one in the back of the head, and one bullet went right through the chest, Tony Toto said. Because of the pills, Tony Toto's system slowed down. He was in a daze and said he didn't feel a thing, believing his wife when she told him he had the flu. The one in his head... The one, in virus. His, the one in his head is still there. I don't think uh, I was thinking shit. straight. It was kind of a love-hate kind of thing, Francis Toto said. After five days, police found out about the plot and arrested Francis Toto and the teenage hitman. Toto spent 12 days... Oh, Tony Toto, I'm sorry, spent 12 days in the hospital. The first thing he did when he was discharged was bail out his wife. And then we both cry and we say to each other from now on, let's talk, let's talk, let's communicate better. Something that we should have done before. <laughs> yeah, no so shit. that's what was missing. <laughs> Communication. Again, to those couples, uh you know, out there who are listening. We do it all the time. Communicating with your partner is top, the the first thing you should uh, do on a regular basis. And to make sure you guys, uh, no, no, your guys are on the same page. Yes. That way, you're not being shot in the head. Yeah. So they did get counseling and Tony Toto says, did I forgive? Yes, nothing happened to me. It's okay. Don't do it again. Take it easy. But, but Frances Toto had to pay for what she did, spending four Take years in prison and talking to her spouse on the phone every day. How many years in prison? Four. Four. She spent the four years in prison. It's attempted murder, babe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. You can't have that in this movie because. Uh, but I like that. Those are, in some ways, that's those are even better character names than. than I know, right? <laughs> Tony Toto. That's fucking great. I want to have that. That's awesome. Okay. So, uh, yeah, overall, I lo- I really love that this movie. This was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. All right. So here's for uh, our, clo- our closing um, segment. Uh, notes out of context. Notes out of context. Okay, this is notes out of context where I read notes that I've written down out of context, and sometimes my handwriting is shit. Sometimes my reading is even worse than shit. It's feces. It's facetiousness. Sarcastic poop is the worst poop. And that's how we're going to start it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. I love you to death from 1990. Here are the notes. Catholic confession? It counts! Four times this week, three times last week, a dozen times. Pizza pizza owners, womanizer for Britney Spears. Herein lies the Sinatra. Herein lies a, a weirdo who has Sinatra on the wall. A lot of good of character. Got a lot of good of character actors in this. Devo lacy pipes are setting filled by Joey 
It's Joey slash Kevin. Victoria Jackson, kill myself and wouldn't I feel better? I'd kill him again. Eurasian, I got a lot of hummus in my body. Oh my, what? <laughs> hormones, never mind, not hummus. I wrote that down. Oh, he did say that, yes. Yeah, I got a lot of hormones in my body. Another great actor on the... On the mother side of the law, this feels like a. This feels like a photo. My oh, this feels like a proto. My big fat Greek wedding. That I mean, I I kind of got a little bit of that because of the familyness and the kind of the family written yes. uh, the written wrote uh, comedy in this. It's kind of oh. it was written and wrote. Like a wrote... R-O-T-E? Like no, like R-O. Yeah, R-O. I don't know why I said... Yeah, R-O-T-E. Oh, ruins. Yeah, also doing decent riffs on a James L. Brooks movie. Runes are very spiritual. That was our thing. That was another cool thing. He was into runes. You know, enough of a player to be among another player. Very smooth bullshit. Dancing with her flows. Very sexy merit. He's a bit of a selfish fuck. Has a biker has a biker friend. What happened to Rocco? Meet someone. Heather Graham, that she was in this? Not a good a time. <laughs> has she been uh, deliberately blind when it comes to the other women? Alternate, uh, alternate. Uh, alternator is slot speaking Serbian and Italian to each other, sucking the thumb and the literary she finally fraud at the library. Oh, crying in the park. Sooner he's dead. Vengeance historian. Nobody gets caught. Hitman lives in a trailer park. Attack someone with a baseball bat. Give up copy. Abraham Lincoln uh, with a baseball bat. I do it myself. I got a gun simulator. Uh, I got a gun. Similar music will be used in uh, sneakers with River Phoenix. Oh, exploding. Nice surprise. Pizza man. P-Z-Z-A man. That's great. If you do not, if you don't kill him, you kill yourself. Poison the soup. Watching the movie. More spaghetti sauce. Oh my gosh. Kevin's doing some subtle comedy shit. Work shit out, the pounds. What a teeth leap singing. Those were the sleeping people. Kites, Monopoly, asleep, dreamies, another man cold. Devo will do anything. Is River going to do it? I haven't seen River kill anybody. Oh, Dr. Lowe, couple of aspirin. Collect myself. William Hurt looking like a beach bum. He did look like a beach. He did look like um, a little bit of the... He had a little bit of the dude in oh, him. Oh, yeah. Like a... a he looked a lot yeah. like, uh, yeah, Jeff Bridges in Big Lebowski, which also was set in the early 90s. Anyway, but um, the movie was. Yes. Anyway, but uh, yes, that's... Not the novel? No. The, there's no novel, The Ameri uh, the Big Lebowski. I, know. I almost said The American Lebowski, <laughs> which is just, you can just say big, you don't need to see American. Uh, we're fat. Man eating a sandwich. There was, uh, there was he, are a refinery. Taxi driver, coffee, 10 Harlan, Big Lebowski vibes for these dudes. Oh, sorry. Ooh, even so, and another heard. Where's the fucking music? Oh, begging to get some reggae music in the cooler. Deliver us from freedom. Yeah, that was so fucking hilarious. They shot so fast. That's cool for the red. He's 
He's likely not feeding them. Oh, the smoking jays, pizza pretzels. Are we not men? We are Devo. What time is it in Joey bad in, in Joey's badass looking face? Looking at the cops, worked as all the gear out. Some some sort of virus. What he's got going on with him? Oh, don't tell Rosalie the about the Tacoma PD. Yes, I shot him. Yes, I do it every day. Devo, very nice boy. <laughs> Shopping indoor, John. Joey is not necessarily happy. Shop Shooting him fuels his energy. She has plenty good inside of him. But kill me. The kids are helping each other. Oh, who is this? Oh, it's Joey. Ooh, best way to meet. And then I never felt better. I keep this for all my hot dog friends because you shot me. Okay. And those were Notes Without Context. What are hot dog friends? Hot dog friends are um, friends. Uh, there, there's two definitions. Hot dog friends are friends that you have hot dogs with. And then there are hot dog friends, which are friends that just so that happen. Hot dogs? Yeah, just so happen to, you know, wear buns on their bodies, you know. Our next movie is um, probably, like I said earlier on in the podcast, probably the one of the best things that uh, Sly Stallone has ever done, and uh, I I loved every fucking second of now this. Now you you had not seen this. Before. I had never I had never seen I had never seen this. This was uh, this is uh, really really good shit. I I love this to death. This was so great. Um, in the this came out exactly a year later, exactly, uh-huh. like fucking to the month, probably not to the day, but to the month. And the other movies you could see in April of 1991 was uh, La Femme Nikita, The Marrying Man, Don't Touch My Daughter, um, The Object of Beauty, Out for Justice, Drop Dead Fred with, uh, there we go, with, uh, Phoebe Cates. Uh, Mortal Thoughts with Demi Moore and Alec Baldwin. I want to do that on the pod eventually. Uh, Paris Trout, another movie we gotta see, um, on the pod. Final Warning, A Kiss Before Dying with Matt Dillon. Uh, Toy Soldiers and, uh, of course, Fart the Movie. Oh, Lord. Yeah, Fart the Movie came out on May 1st, like the day after April, uh, concluded. Um, yeah, this is directed by John Landis, who, uh, you know, has has done so many great things, you know. Freaking Kentucky Fried no- Movie, National Lampoon, uh, Animal House, Blues Brothers... American Werewolf in London, Trading Places, Twilight Zone, Into the Night, which is a, a great one. I like Into the Night a lot. Three Amigos, Amazon, Women on the Moon, Coming to America, Innocent Blood, Beverly Hills Cop 3, The Stupids, Blues Brothers 2000, you know. He's, uh, yeah, and he's, he, did you know that John Landis also uh, worked on Dream On for, throughout the 90s? Oh, really? Which is uh, really, really, really cool. Um, 
This was uh, this was given to a whole bunch of different people. This movie was uh, offered to a whole bunch of different people. This is based on the Claude Magnat stage play that is a remake of the 1967 French film of the same name, but set in Depression era New York City. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was supre- Yeah, set in the 1930s, and uh, yeah, he he's fucking hilarious. He's great. He's fucking hilarious. They, unfortunately, a lot of people have taken uh, not from The Godfather and not from uh, you know Goodfellas or Casino. What they uh, when they make fun of mob characters mm-hmm. in the real world, they take from analyze this or that, uh, this and that, and this movie, which is really set. They have the hey uh, more Italian stereotypical. Yeah, shit. I, I, and I, I didn't. Purposely make this an episode about oh, Italian stereotypes. But yeah, like, it just works out that, that way. way yeah. Is awesome. I mean, not awesome, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. This uh, this has Marissa Tomei and Tim Curry and Chaz Palminteri playing not a uh, playing like a just a regular goon, not yeah. someone with Bumbling any real. Hey, he's real, funny in this. He's really good. Everyone's funny. Everyone's funny in this. They pulled off the school. They pulled off what they wanted to pull off. The screwball genre. They actually got close enough. It wasn't fat. It wasn't as quick as the 1930. It wasn't clipped at that fast of mm-hmm. a pace. It what it's going like. 65 miles an hour rather than 95, I'd say. Well, was a lot of that because of how the recording equipment worked in the early talkies pumpkin? Yeah, uh, that's... that's Or was it just... That's a reason yeah, why, yeah, too. And also... Actors, a lot of the actors came from either stage or... And they also or, know that type of... this. Uh, you know, they're not... Ad- I don't know if Sly Stallone is adept in uh, talking like in a screwball comedy sense all that well. He does it... Yeah, he does it okay here, though. He's really... Uh, it really it, it really works. We yeah, Marissa Tomei and a whole bunch of fucking other great actors that just know what they're fucking just know what they're doing. We have uh yeah, Harry Shearer as well as uh yeah, uh, as well as the lawyer from Jurassic Park. Everyone's in this. This is great. This is you know, this is, um oh yeah, P- Peter Rijert uh uh was also in Animal House as one of the guys, you know, the uh, apparent, yeah, and it takes place in 1931, so it's a, a couple of years after the uh, crash. after the after the New York crash, and uh, yeah, Kurtwood Smith is in this, who oh, is also right. in yeah, uh, he plays he plays the cop. Yeah, who was also in Rambo three, uh, who was also in Rambo three that came out in 1988. Uh, you know, there's it's uh, John Landis also produced Clue. Yeah, if you didn't know that, yeah, and uh, yeah, this is. This is just it, this is just a wonderfully fun movie. Uh, it's amazing how and Kirk Douglas is in this. Yeah, I totally forgot about that part. Actually, I don't. This is one of the actually both of these movies are movies I used to just catch on Comedy Central throughout the '90s when I was a kid. Um, and I don't think I had previously seen the, this movie in its entirety. I would just kind of catch it into it. There are two really cool things I want to tell you about um, this. Uh, about Kirk Douglas and Sly Stallone. Sly, uh, Kirk Douglas was supposed to play the, uh, the antagonist local cop in the first, um, in the first Rambo movie opposite, uh, opposite Sly. And, uh, they had a huge falling out and disagreement on, 
on the vi- on the violence in the picture. And uh, it, it wasn't until like freaking yeah nine nine years later that they're in this movie again and uh, they're in an, a movie together. And uh, he remembers saying, "Hey, when he hit it, uh, Stallone told Douglas to slap him hard. Let me have your best shot in the face when he punches him in the face." And uh, apparently. He beat Stallone. He beat him. Beat him up. Beat Stallone silly in the fucking face the entire time. And, Stallone, and Sly Stallone was not ready for it. And he he learned the hard way. He said this at an AFI benefit, dedicating to AFI uh, lifetime achievement for Kirk Douglas. Never to spar with Spartacus because he just got beat the fuck out of when he just said, "Yeah, hit me with your best shot." He really did. And beat beat up sliced alone who's you know known for being that's that was his breakout role of the fucking box of the fucking boxer but uh it's just hilarious to me anyway but uh yeah this movie has everything this movie's great i i i can't i loved every fucking second i can't imagine anybody else being in this uh, you know who it was originally offered to though who john land landis wanted right john belushi no <clears throat> oh well i guess but yeah, John died. But I'm sure. Oh, was that your actual guess, or did you look that up? I I too read the IMDb trivia oh, for this yeah. film. But yeah, but I read some other stuff too. Oh. I just wanted to let uh, he was going to he offered it f- to Al Pacino. Oh shit! Okay, no, I didn't read that. And um, the reason and guess guess what happened? He got uh he was off uh, Al Pacino was offered two million for Oscar. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was offered three million to be in Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy, and so he uh. took Dick Tracy instead of the Oscar movie. And did he get nominated for an Oscar for that? Dick Tracy? Yeah, I, a whole bunch. Uh, Nineteen ninety, or, or was that just the makeup? I I know he. I thought he got nominated for best support, best supporting for mm-hmm. that being. And he's not in that movie all that much, uh, which is. You know, do I want to do a whole bunch of fucking comedic work and carry the movie as uh, as snaps? No. Do I want to be a cartoonish bad guy where I get to pay, uh, get paid an extra million dollars? Yes. Yeah. Well, then I'll do that with my friend uh, with Warren. Sure. Yeah. And you know, and yeah, and uh, I after watching this and knowing that Al Pacino uh, turned it down, it's kind of weird because I can't. I guess I can see it, but I don't know if it would have been as fun. I don't know if it would have been as funny, or it would have been. I don't think it would have had the same. Yeah, rhythm. that's kind of hard to say. And uh, he's played so many different. Oh, Al types was nominated of, for Dick Tracy. He didn't win. Yeah, he didn't win. No, no. He's there's only uh, yeah there's yeah he's they've they between yeah Al only has one Oscar from uh, Son of a Woman. Oh, strangely that's enough, right. which is. You know, and Scorsese only has one Oscar, and De Niro only has two, which is surprising considering their breadth of work. Mm. Anyway, uh, this is uh, this is uh, awesome. Other than I'm going to say it again, other than Copland, this is where he really shows his actual range. Other than being a, an action uh, staple and hero, uh, other than Copland, this is the other role that he really fucking yeah. There's no action in this. This is all shit. words. Yeah, this is all words, and all words really 
all words really quickly. But he doesn't really have to do much as far as like character work. Is the uh, character work? He just an unhappy father who's worried about his family and worried about his business. That's that's a lot of people could pull that off, but not as. But he brings a certain type of. He brings all of his comedic sly slyisms to and uh, his cadence to this entire to this part. Yeah, the the timing and cadence is kind of very important with all of these lines. This sh- and this is shot in a studio. This is shot in fucking uh, Orlando at Universal in Florida. It's the pro- It's the first. It's the first uh, production to be shot in in Universal Studios Florida, which is. Uh, yeah, and you can tell that all the all the exterior shots look like a back lot. It's like they're not even trying to hide it. It's all very, very obviously a back lot. He's trying, and uh, yeah, it's very obvious. So we kind of open up. I mean, we let's get into this. So we open up on um, it's it, it's very nineteen. It's it, it, they they have their production design. Uh, it down. was shot at MGM Disney. Oh, Orlando. I thought it was in or in Florida though, right? Yes, in yeah. Orlando. It, yes. I don't know why I said Universal for some reason. Anyway, all right, so MGM Disney. Okay, so um, okay, so uh, but he, he it's very 1930s. They got the production design. Everything's fucking yeah. The, the production design. Up. The cars are great. The costumes are great. Yeah, and uh, and we kind of he's tell he wants to tell his dad that he's quitting crime. He yeah. Went, Quitting crime. I'm gonna be an upstanding citizen. I, that's what I'm gonna be. Uh, I will. Yeah, Kirk Douglas, as his dad on his deathbed berates him for being a gangster, so he agrees to go straight. Yeah, and it's not what's gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> and then the whole punching thing and the whole gosh darn, and then he dies, which is hilarious because after this movie, it was it wasn't until fucking 2020 that he would actually. Another thirty years until Kirk Douglas actually died in real life, which is an insane thing to think. All right, so a month, you know, and a month goes by, and uh, oh, remember, or, oh yeah, because um, I had never, I had never seen the very beginning of this. I don't think, but the um, the claymation opera. Oh singer, yeah, that was weird. The what the fuck was that? Singing Figaro for a very long for like, sequence. For I say about like three or four minutes, they, he it's was singing the long. fucking law. Or it's very odd. He's singing the entire. It seems like he's singing yes, the, the entire, entire fucking song. song. Yes. Which is like it felt like three or four minutes, and it, yeah, Italian stereotype uh, like Italian stereotypes of the wazoo. This is yeah, it's just the the singing. Of the opera and how the claymation person looked. I mean, the, yeah. how the claymation looked. Very... Uh, With the mustache and everything, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was wondering if Sly Stallone was going to play it. No, I'm going to get in the pizza business. Hey! It's like, oh, guys. But, um, yeah. It's... That that was... Uh, that was uh, very strange. Um, he's, uh, he's worried about... Snaps is his name. Angelo Snaps Provolone. That is yeah. the character's name, indeed. I uh, yeah, I I'm super surprised by this shit. This I know is... you kind of you kind of lost it every time anybody said their last name. Any time anybody said like Mr. Provolone, well, it's you're like I can't stupid. take it seriously. That's cheese. That is cheese. I mean, it's yeah, it's provolone. Yeah, that's a, I enjoy provolone cheese. Yeah, it's good on a tuna melt. Yeah, um, we yeah we have. It's uh... <laughs> so sad. That I want to okay. So this was written by three people, so we know how 
good. Including the playwright? <laughs> oh, including the playwright. Yeah, including the playwright. Uh, yeah, including Claude Meunier, uh, Jim Mulholland, and Michael Berry. And, uh, yeah, he, he was known... Jim Mulholland is known for writing uh, 1995's... Or the original uh, Will Smith, Bad Boys, and uh, with uh, Martin Lawrence. And he, worked, and he wrote on Letterman for many years. Oh! From, like, yeah, for the majority of his... Like, for... Over 2,000 episodes from 94 until Letterman left in fucking 2015, which is an insane fucking... That's that's a long fucking time. But uh, he also wrote in 1991 Public Enemy Number 2. That's crazy. So he's he's known... That he's at least successful two times to write a, a gangster comedy, which is... Yeah, anyway... But uh, what 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 happened? What happens next? I remember him just lounging. The majority of this movie is is just him trying to balance his hectic crime life with his hectic personal life, and not yeah, pretty much. And he has very much uh, uh, more old school manly man ideas, Catholic ideas of uh, or you know culturally. Uh, off, uh, culturally awful ideas of like keeping your daughter, making sure your daughter doesn't date anyone that I don't already approve of, and all sorts of bullshit. And I, I want her life to be ruled by me. He has a controlling fucking streak when it comes to when it comes to not just his professional life, but his personal life. It's fucking him up. Go ahead. Yeah. So he's supposed to have a meeting with these. <clears throat> With these bankers, he's going to try to become a banker instead of a gangster. So yeah. he's going to, I guess, invest in a bank, and he wants to be on the board as yeah. his new job. I guess. I guess is the idea. And these bankers are going to come to the house later, so all of his goons are in his entire household. They're all kind of prepping for this, you know, hoity-toity meeting. You know, one of them says, oh, i got to get started on those melon balls. Another one says they have to check the muffins. So they're they're all trying to make things, you know, nice and waspy for the bankers. For the bankers, make sure that you feed them with plenty of cornbread or some bullshit. Jesus. Cornbread? No. No, no. Meanwhile, Kurtwood Smith is keeping, um, he's kind of staking out uh, Snaps' house because he's trying to catch him. Yeah. You know, it, kind of in, in the act of some crime. Yeah. Basically for publicity. Yeah. To, you know. And because he is a ex-gangster, or a re- uh, not ex anymore, just because he... Well, he doesn't know that he's trying to go straight, I guess. Yeah. And, it, yeah, Kurtwood Smith is, um, and some other cops are staked out in a building across the street Art from Lefure, his house. Art uh, playing Officer Quinn, and Robert Lesser playing Officer Kanog. But, yeah, they're, they're outside. They're all spying on them, making sure that, ooh, we're going to catch him, and then we can lock him up and everything. I'll be, a, I'll be the hero. Kurt, uh, Lieutenant Toomey is yes. Kurtwood Smith. Oh, and Arlene Sorkin is also in this, playing a manicurist. Very small role, but I love Arlene Sorkin. Yeah, we. You mentioned that. You mentioned yeah, that she's her. the. She's uh, yeah, she's the creation or the origin for Harley Quinn. Yeah, that yeah. Har- the Harley Quinn character was created for her specifically to voice, and she's the reason we have this that that character who has blown up bigger and shit. And is a great character. I mean. And, and you were like, once you saw her and heard her speak, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I can How totally can you tell. not? Just with the blonde and the, you know, 
Brooklyn accent. And she has similar, she has even a similar facial structure to the cartoons that I've seen of Harley Quinn. And then those cartoons were, you know, basically a proto for the, for what uh, they would do for all the Batman movies in the Mm -hmm. past fucking 10 years or so. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is, this is a stat, this is a stat cast. They got some really, uh, they got some heavyweight, uh, well, New York at character actors oh, yeah. in this. Oh, yeah. All okay. over the place. Oh, yeah. And I think one of the cops does mention to Kerwood Smith that, you know, oh, oh, hey, I heard Snaps was trying to go straight. And then, and then Kerwood Smith replies, uh, Leopard, don't change his stripes. <laughs> Which is, that's the that's the kind of dialogue you're getting in this film. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like that. It's not wrong. Is that completely wrong? Well, think. Leopard doesn't have stripes, so it can change her Again, again. So it's not wrong. No. Exactly. And right. then, okay, so Anthony Rosano shows up. Anthony Rosano, the, the CPA extraordinaire. Yes. Is that what it says? To the Provolone household. And the, um, Aldo, the main... <laughs> just, that, just saying that over and over again. The Provolone, you're gonna go with the Provolone household. Make sure that... And Aldo, kind of the main goon, who always answers the door. And this dude, um, Peter Reacher. Yeah, yeah, and he's really funny in this. He's just, he is, like, spot on. and He's in The Sopranos as well. Quick, he's yeah. done a lot of great stuff. He's really good. Yeah, so, yeah, Anthony is, um, is Snap's uh, CPA. And Aldo says when he opens the door, Oh, it's little Anthony and his Imperial. <laughs> Which is it just a, made me laugh so hard. Very funny I joke. love that. That was so great. And the Imperials is great. And uh, not, uh, yeah, I think this was made for people like us because other, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's why it kind of, I don't know if it completely bomb bombed, but yeah. It, it, it did. It went yeah, to Yeah, it didn't even, yeah. Budget $35 million, yeah. Box office $23.5 million. It 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 is. He still, uh, Sly still thinks it's one of his best, uh, I agree with Sly, he, uh, he's kind of disappointed that it, people didn't get it, you know. Maybe but. it was just made in the wrong time or something, but I didn't see anything, like, really terrible about it. Like, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. They succeeded at what they yeah, were they got, to they Yeah, they got it done. But I guess, uh, the big, um, the big criticisms during this entire movie were, why is he not? Why is Sly not killing anybody? Well, that's what they got from like the audience. Uh, well, feedback he did. They, like, they talked about it. They met. They alluded to him being at the same Valentine's Day massacre. He's playing a fucking gangster in the 1930s. Just because he's not fucking roided up like in Rambo Three doesn't mean he's not. It doesn't mean that the fucking yeah. Shit this isn't is there. this is a my he's man doing Godfrey. 30s, yeah, screwball comedy. comedy. Like, gotta, comedy of errors. That's you, just a different, it's a different genre of film. Okay, so it didn't... Did you watch the fucking trailer, dickheads? Yeah. Oh, so, okay, so it didn't win any Razzies, but it was nominated yeah. for three of them. Who won? That's a better question. Or, oh, yeah. who won over these people? Well, okay, so so Sly Stallone was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor. Or worst actor. Um, Marissa Tomei oh, was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress. Again, a two year of those before are she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, which is always funny. Yeah. Um, and John Landis was also nominated for Worst Director, which is Wait, funny. Again, this is a fine movie. This is And these people great. have done such good work in general. And, and it, yeah, they're doing really good work inside this movie it is legit funny i think uh oh we were uh this goes to one of those eternal questions whether or not you actually like a like a movie or whether or not the movie's 
actually for you. You're not like open-minded enough to see how brilliant it is because it's not something that you are familiar, super familiar with. These are the fucking questions that kind of go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, say, okay, if you want to know who won the Razzies that year, yeah, the nineteen ninety two Razzies, um, worst actor went to Kevin Costner for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, okay, I can see that. It's been a while since I've watched that movie. A long while. Uh, Worst director went to Michael Lehman for Hudson Hawk. We got that's on our list. I have that over the thing for that because that is Bruce Willis's. Vanity project that is more or less oh, that uh, yeah. biggest fucking box office bomb. I can't wait to fucking do it. Pair it with something, but what? what give give me more. And we're supporting down. actress went to Sean Young for A Kiss Before Dying, which is the uh, oh I mentioned it. That's uh, the movie with Matt Dillon that is a uh, remake of a nineteen fifties uh, film noir. That is uh, uh, the film noir is quite uh, the film noir or the original is quite good. Wow, uh, Julia Roberts was also nominated for Worst Supporting Actress for Hook. Yeah, as Tinkerbell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. uh, Wow. A lot of people don't like that movie. That's something we might want to also do for the pod, too, as far as, like, as far as, like, just, anyway. But, um, it's, it, I don't know. When I, I I don't get shittiness from the, it's a fun, happy movie. This doesn't have any, so... He is, uh, he has a whole bunch of, he's trying, he wants to become a banker, he wants to have, he wants to have legitimacy, and this CPA is, who's coming to his door, he doesn't know what's gonna fucking hit him, as far as, like, what he, uh, what his CPA wants to do, rather than his taxes, any fucking time. But okay, when, um, when Snaps comes out to talk to Anthony, he's, he's trying to be kind of highfalutin, and he's like, I'm going to go out to my atrium. Do you know what an atrium is? I'm trying to learn a new word every day. My word for the day is expeditious. He's like, I'm signing, yeah. And, Al, you know, he tells Aldo, he's like, I'm signing you for, up for elocution le- lessons, yeah, Palooka. And then Aldo's just like, yeah, now he thinks he's the Duke of Ellington. <laughs> They're very, very stupid, but amusing. This is okay. all very, very stupid, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And uh, yeah, Club Thirty. I'm gonna. We met. We met at Club Thirty Three. Yeah, which is um. Which is a uh, private club in Disneyland. Yeah, I know. Okay. But yes, that's that. That was kind of an yeah inside a joke there. Um. So Anthony Rosano, his CPA, he's trying to weasel money out of him because he wants to get married. So he's trying to ask for a raise up to twelve hundred a month. Twelve hundred a month in nineteen thirty-one. That seems like a lot of money. That that's a lot of money. Yeah, that is a lot of money. I yeah, I'd be curious to see twelve hundred. How much twelve hundred dollars a month would be now? I mean, or like let me let me find out. Yeah, exactly. Oh Jesus. Okay, (laughs) the equivalent. Okay, in purchasing power to almost twenty-four thousand dollars. Okay, a month. Yeah, that's so that is ins- that is insanity. Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. Or yeah, okay. And this other this other um, site says twenty two grand, a little over twenty two grand. Regardless, that's a lot. Um, another uh, another uh, interesting note I read about this was that Sly Stallone wanted to play, uh, wanted, uh, regretted playing the character as. He, as it is, and wanted to play the character more cynical, in, like in the original French film, which we haven't seen. Oh yeah, maybe we should check that out. That's something we need. We I don't, need I don't to know. I, that shit. I don't 
know. I think it works. I I think it really. I think it really. That really might have if you did that way. I don't. That might have messed with the tone. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Exact. And it it would have not been in the. I, I think it works with the. T I think he works how he's acting and how he's doing it. How he's doing. This is yeah, this is really good comedy. Yeah. I had no. I mean, I've seen him in bad... I mean, a year later, he would be in the worst piece of shit he would ever be in, Stopping My Mom Will Shoot, in 92. But uh, he is... He's good and He's decent in this. It's just... I, I I don't understand the fucking hate. Anyway. And then Anthony tells him that what well, his fiance is Snaps' daughter. So Stallone freaks at that. And we find out that he embezzled um, 50 grand from him. That's and not it's, cool. It's like, oh, and he's like, oh, this guy embezzled 50 large for me, and he's sleeping with my daughter. And, and you know, Aldo's like, hey, you want me to pop this guy? And Stallone's like, yeah, we can't have a stiff in the house with company coming. All these, rule, uh, all these rules, highfalutin rules. And we have, throughout this movie, we have some uh, very... Uh, they, yeah, it's very Clue-ish. It's yeah, very uh, yeah, upstairs, downstairs type of uh, yeah. farcical bullshit, yes. which is uh, which is our, my type of co my favorite one of my favorite types of comedy. Is oh my gosh, ooh, I'm so ooh, I'm embarrassed and frustrated, and we got to make sure we don't say this lie or say this truth. That's the whole yeah, fucking exactly. yeah. thing yeah. about like not wanting comedy of errors. Yeah, yeah, have, uh, not wanting to admit. Yeah, so many. It, it, it so wouldn't happen. Yes, exactly, and uh, yeah. But. So he freaks out at this. So he goes upstairs to talk to his daughter Lisa Marissa Tomei, who's so much fun in this. I think. Yeah, she's she's really great. She's really really great. But um. And she's just saying things like, "Well, I'm not a little girl anymore, Daddy. Look!" And she like takes off her robe, and he's like, "Ah, I don't want to see I that." I want to see that. And she's just oh. a little ninety. You know, she sh she said that. Says things like, well, I'm a modern 30s woman. And Stallone's just like, yes, yeah, the music you young people are listening to. Don't think I haven't heard the lyrics to Minnie the Moocher. <laughs> and it's stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a great song. I know. And, you know, he, he doesn't want he doesn't want this marriage to happen to his CPA because he also doesn't want to have to lose, you know, the, the money that um, he's trying to be, he, he's almost getting swindled out of. And he's saying, no, you're going to marry Bruce Underwood. And Marissa Tomei is just like, I don't want to marry Bruce Underwood. He's a snob and he has pimples. <laughs> yeah, who would want to... Would, would you say she's spoiled? Yeah. But yeah. she keeps. She says it multiple times throughout the film. She's like, I'm just trying to get out of this house. I just want to have my own life and to marry the person I want to marry. Which is, which is Oscar. Which is Oscar, yes. The that's titular character. Wanted. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but he's the chauffeur, and that would be marrying below her station, even though it's like, well, you're rich, but you are a gangster's daughter, so I'm not sure exactly How much of a station that, that, is. that yeah. is, yeah. I mean, if you're on, you know, just money alone, that's not all that. But yeah, she's kind of a spoiled brat. She just kind of cries when she doesn't get her way and acts young for her age. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. It's very... Very make, makes a lot of sense for when it's set. Yeah, and, and the hair is pretty fucking. Her perfect. hair looks so cute in every scene in this. Every uh, yeah, uh, the hair, the production design, everything is pitch perfect to nineteen thirty. I mean, nineteen thirty one. It's it's really well done. Anyway, but um, yeah, she's. <laughs> oh, and then he he calls in the um, the Fanucci's, the suit makers. Yeah, but Harry Shearer. <laughs> 
And, uh... Yeah, and who plays the other guy? Um, I tr yeah, uh, Martin Ferrero. 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 Look. And they're supposed to be, you know, the best Italian suit maker. So this is where we get our, our bad Italian accents in this film. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, yeah, well, I, I need you to make me look like a banker. And they're like, oh, we'll make you look like a banker. Take off your pants. <laughs> and, is... then, and then we do see these bankers, these waspy... Early thirties, yep. Ivy League. I've met some. I've. They just looked like some of my dad's friends from way back. That's what they look like. It's just. Like yeah, that. and they're just like, oh, we'll have to lower our interest Ooh. rates because they're, you know, they're running out of money because because of the the crash and all. And another one is just like, oh, we can't even walk from the office to the club without being accosted by a homeless beggar. I mean, forgotten man. And it's just like, fuck you. And and the gangsters are supposed to be the bad guys. And now. we have one of them. And, and yeah, the gangsters supposed to be the bad guys. We have uh, and one of the head, one of the banker bankers is just doesn't like the Ghostbusters either. He's William Abernathy. Uh, uh, oh, that guy. He's the bad... Yeah, he's one of the bad guys oh, from yeah. the Ghostbusters saying... The, uh, the Yes, that's correct. This man is, has no dick. Yes. <laughs> but, um... But, uh... We have... I mean, we have... We have Joey Travolta in this movie. Yep. Which is, uh... A brother of John. And, uh... And brother also of Ellen. And yeah, I remember Margaret. Ellen Travolta and Margaret, and uh, you can t you can tell, uh, yeah, Ace is Joey is yeah. Anyway, but um, it's it he, yeah. You can already tell that they're they're trying to make the bankers the bad people, which which they are. I I, I mean, especially during the depression. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> as as they said, yeah, exactly. All right, but um. So then we cut to um. Lisa talking to the Irish maid, another stereotype. Yeah. With another. <laughs> yeah, this is another this is leading on the. Uh, but but that would have that would have actually been it would have been that real way yeah in the early thirties the, the people would have been played yeah exactly so exactly yes the Irish maid Nora played by Jocelyn O'Brien and we uh, we in comedy you lean on the uh the obvious and uh, and make it absurd you know oh my gosh of course she's yes, she's an irish yeah yeah exactly. very broad yes. broad yeah <clears throat> so lisa's complaining that you know she wants to marry oscar but her dad won't let her and you know and then the maid just says you know i went to a play once <laughs> and marissa tomei's like oh you went to a play what did you wear <laughs> but she but she explains to her what the play was about was a woman that wanted to marry someone but wasn't allowed, so she pretended to be pregnant. Pregnant, which gives her an idea. Yeah, which gives her an idea. Um, so the maid convinces her to fake a pregnancy to get to marry her boyfriend, who uh, Sly thinks is Anthony Rosano. Yeah, but it is not. But it is not, it is and not. hilarity will ensue. Yeah. So she goes downstairs... And says, you know, your daughter wants to see you. And he's like, what, again? <laughs> so that's the kind of relationship they have. Yeah, not a, not a great one. It's not, this isn't, it's not all that nurturing. It's do it, I say. Oh, and I think this is a, a, around this point is when um, Snaps makes um, Chaz Palminteri get rid of his uh, personal arsenal. Personal arsenal. Ar arsenal. Yeah, he, his uh, character's name is Connie. And he's like... Ah, you can't, you can't be having, you know, having weapons, so give me all your weapons. And he has so much shit on him. We're talking guns, 
knives, nice. just one after the other, Another after the other, other, after the other, including a bottle of poison with a skull and crossbones on it, and, you know, um, a bundle of dynamite. <laughs> and Sloane says, ah, it's like disarming Germany. <laughs> Which, I don't know if, yeah, ni uh, 1931, anyway, but, uh, yeah, disarming Germany. Christ. Right. And then, and then the door, uh, the doorbell rings, and um, this is Teresa shows up, and she tells Snaps that she wants to marry Anthony Rosano, and he's like, "Well, she's spoken for, or he's spoken for, he's going to marry my daughter." And she's like, "No, the thing is, I lied and said I was your daughter." <laughs> Which is is, is, is that a, is, that just complicates things? Even yes, more. everything's very complicated because Lisa had told him. When she said she wanted to see him again, she's like, "Well, you know, I have to get, I have to get married because I'm pregnant." He, you know, he flips the fuck out about that, and now he's like, he doesn't know who. Uh, and so he snaps and realizes, like, okay, so Anthony says he wants to marry my daughter, but he's talking about you, not my real daughter. Now he's confused because he doesn't know who the fake baby daddy is. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's a slice playing this really well. Yeah, like I. I keep on praising him, but it's just because I my jaws drop because it's such a fucking sh it's such a huge fucking shift from everything else he's doing, and it, you be it, his believability about being a worried father comically I think works better than I don't than um, Al Pacino or even I don't know I don't know how Belushi would have fucking played this fucking shit anyway, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, his, his wife comes home, um, Sophia, played by Ornella Muti, and... Um, Sophia Provolone. Sophia Provolone, yes. And, you know, then that's when um, they come clean and, you know, tell her that, you know, Lisa's pregnant. Okay, so then his wife comes home, Sophia, played by Ornella Muti, and they come clean and... Um, Lisa tells her mom that she's pregnant yeah. to kind of, you know, keep her story going. And, you know, her mom's just like, well, um, who's the father? And she's like, oh, well, da daddy knows. Um, it's Oscar. And he's like, Oscar? Because he thought it was Anthony. <laughs> he thought it was Anthony. Yeah. And it, it wasn't. And we don't see Oscar till we don't see Oscar to the end. Till the very end. Yeah, exactly. And she's just like the chauffeur. And, you know, they go, they both go, ah, the Oscar, the chauffeur, the parents at the same time. And then, you know, the wife is like, hey, I, Snaps, I thought you knew. And he's like, ah, of course I knew. I just had no idea. And uh, it, that one of the funniest parts of this is uh, one of the funniest parts of how he, uh, of how Sly kind of uh, balances a lot of this shit is he has to consistently... Uh, remain like you've he's been bamboozled throughout this yeah, entire like thing. No like, I have no on. idea. Oh, is that what's going on? And he so much doesn't want to admit any of his faults or any of his fuck-ups or that he's not understanding what's going on well, he's because he has two goons. He's trying spinning. to keep all this plate sprinting, but he's also trying to make sure he does not look bad in front of his men. And that's why he's uh, saying, yes, yeah. my other... Uh, that, that that's why all of the a whole bunch of hilarity comedy stuff when it comes to 
Uh, yeah, my other, my other daughter, Teresa. What are you talking about, your other daughter? You don't have another daughter. No, the other one. Just like, you don't know. There's no other daughter. No, there is. Yeah, our like, he says to his wife, you know, he's like, yeah, our daughter, that's not Lisa. And she's like, we don't have our a daughter, daughter that's not, not Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Teresa. No, no, that's not, that's not any. that's not anything. It's, it's, it's really, uh, it's really quite good. But, so yeah. then that's when Anthony shows back up and the, and we learned that the you know the maid is leaving she has quit her job because she is marrying Bruce Underwood who Lisa was supposed, supposed to, to marry. marry. Yeah. And then you know Snaps is like, "Wow, try getting a reference out of me." <laughs> Which is yeah, you're not going to get a reference. So the parents think that Oscar is Lisa's baby daddy, but he left the country. Yeah. And then, you know, the the parents are talking and they're just like, "We have a father, what we need is a husband." And Sophia's just like, well, what about the boy that was here before? He wanted to marry our daughter. And that's what Snap's like, but not Lisa. And she's like, we don't have a daughter. That's not, not Lisa. Lisa. So she has no idea what's going on. And, uh, yeah, that's our that our daughter that's not Lisa. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, so he comes back with the bag of jewels because he had told Snaps that the $50,000 he had embezzled from him, he had converted to precious gems um, for, I guess, for... Uh, and inve- investment purposes. Investment purposes to make you more money. To make sure that I could come back and uh, give you... Uh, ha- so it would be a better investment. He he keeps on trying to uh, he, uh, to not get killed. He's, he's get, putting up all these excuses, uh, the CPA. Yeah, and he brought the bag of jewels to give to Teresa because Snaps had convinced him, like, okay, instead of giving this money that you stole from me to my daughter after you get married... Yeah. Give it to her before, before you, you get, get married, married. To prove, like, basically to prove that he's not a fortune hunter. Yeah. It's, it's all very That you're not a gold digger. <laughs> fortune hunter. Wow, I've never heard that before. Did you make yeah. that up? No, I didn't make that up. Okay. It's, it's the same as gold digger. Yeah. And he convinces him to sign a statement because, yeah, he thinks... His real daughter is pregnant, and she needs to get married Married. because she's pregnant. And Oscar's out of the country. Besides, he's a chauffeur, and Bruce Underwood is marrying the maid. So who do we have? We have Anthony. And Snap says he hates Anthony. He's pissed at him because he stole money Money from from him. him. Um, So he gets him to sit down and sign a statement. (laughs) Because, you know, he's like, yeah, we're going to be family. We don't need lawyers. Um, But I need you to sign a statement. Yeah. Yeah, and he tells Aldo, he's like, here, you be the witness. And Aldo's like, hey, you know the rule, never witness nothing. You'll live longer. <laughs> no, but you need to be the witness to this. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> so he gets Anthony to sign a, to write and sign a statement saying that he'll marry his pregnant daughter because he says his daughter is pregnant. Anthony didn't know that because Teresa is not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, signs a statement saying he'll marry his pregnant daughter and give her the jewels. Yeah, that's correct. And, then, and there's this whole bit where they're writing at the same time, and he's like, you sign it. No, you sign no, yours sign first. first. <laughs> all, all these little fucking nitpicks to try to, you know, see uh, all this fucking chicken fighting shit that's going on. And, uh... <clears throat> and that's when he, find, you know, Anthony meets Teresa, who's also in the same house. Everybody's in, there, in the Provolone house. Yeah. And she says, uh, the truth is, I'm not really Snaps' daughter. I just told you oh, I was, was, so you think I came from a better family. And then um, Anthony's pissed off. He's like, yeah, that son of a bitch. He conned me out of his money. <laughs> yeah. So Anthony confronts Snaps about this, who conv- 
Then he convinces the Fenucci's who've been hanging mm -hmm. out, trying to fit him for a suit that they're trying to make him for his meeting with the bankers, which it takes weeks to make a custom suit. Yeah. This is very unrealistic. Very, very. Or, or they're just finishing up the last bit of tailoring, perhaps. Yeah. That's not really, that's not really explained. Um, yeah. Well, it is. A, but yeah. they've, they've just been hanging out because Snaps has so much fucking going on. All these people come into his house and his maid leaves and his wife and his daughter. He has so much going on. He convinces him that the two Fenucci's, the suit guys, are actually contract killers and that he has to marry pregnant Lisa, according to the signed statement, or he'll stick the Fenucci's on him. Uh, yeah, and the and there's a huge, there's a hilarious thing where they have bit. the fucking thing about, oh no, you're gonna, how long you've been in this business, in the business that you've been in? Oh, nearly all our lives. We know how to do it so well. Like, yeah, it's a family business. You know, we did this guy, we did that guy. Maybe someday we do you too. What do you, what do you, what do you think what do you about think this? of this? It shows of the piece of paper of the fucking a, dead people. A newspaper of a dead gangster wearing one of their suits. Yeah. It's like, look at that. Isn't that cool? That will yeah. happen to you, possibly. And, he, and he's just like, oh, you you did this guy? And they're like, yeah, and maybe someday we do you. Yeah, you, and he's freaked out by that. Because I think that he really, yeah, I think that's, really and that's after they have their little piano interlude where the three of them are playing piano yeah, together. Which is hilarious. It's just Plus a jumping around. to be believed, yes. Yeah. This, uh, again, this is a real recommend from, bo from both of us. I I was I like I love you to death. I think it's okay, but there are better Lawrence Kasdan movies. This is probably one of John yeah. Landis's best. Yeah. Probably so yeah. yeah. So Anthony's like, so Teresa's not your daughter, and he's like, yeah, but you have to marry my real daughter because she's pregnant. Pregnant. And he's like, well, who's you know who's the baby daddy? He's like, yeah, it's Oscar the chauffeur. And he's like, you mean she's having the chauffeur's baby? Baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what's happening. You're gonna marry her, so that'll work out fine. Oh, no. Yeah, and Sophia, the wife, says, "Oh, that's the best husband you could find." And Snaps is just like, "Yeah, he passed the he passed the physical. He's breathing. <laughs> He's breathing." Or or Lisa says that because they bring Anthony and Lisa together. Um, yeah. Um. And then you know they start chit chatting. You know they're they're bantering. They're going you know um, Beatrice and Benedict at each other, and she's just like, "Oh, you always this nasty," and he's like, "Yes, get used to it." And she's like, "I never want to see you again until the wedding," and he's like, "See you in church." <laughs> this is not going to be a fruitful relationship. Oh, and that's when Doctor Pool shows Dr. up. Pool, Doctor Pool, Doctor Thornton Pool, Doctor Thornton Pool. The elocution linguistics teacher. Uh, dialectician. Or... Dialectician. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's... Ooh, that's, I want to that say... be that. You want to be a dialectician? I, I, yeah, I, I love studying different dialects and how they work. Um, and uh, he's trying to help... Yeah, he's trying to help him with all the fancy words. He's trying to help him with all the... Yeah, yeah, he comes in, you know, he, talk, he greets Aldo. And he says, oh, Aldo's a treasure trove of linguistic anomalies. <laughs> And then he's talking to Anthony, and he guesses Anthony's region just by his dialect, almost down to the neighborhood, you know, in a very Henry Higgins type of deal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Tim's really, Tim's really yeah, good so in this. This is his wheelhouse. He could do he could do this role in his sleep. He, and he doesn't, but he fucking pulls it off. This does, it doesn't seem like he's putting much effort. It, it feels natural. It feels like he's, this is. Well, he's really, a funny guy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And Anthony suggests to Lisa that she marries Dr. Poole instead because yeah. Anthony doesn't want to marry Lisa. Yeah. He w he wants to marry Teresa and he wants to get out of this contract thing. And the only way he feels he can do that is by finding another husband. So he suggests Dr. Poole just because he's the only guy in the house. And also, uh, as well, meanwhile, uh, while all of this stuff is happening, they're still spying on him. 
to because they know that oh, yeah, they're going to meet uh, some Chicago mobsters, for, uh, and uh, that whole fucking thing. So they're trying to find a. Uh, hey, buddy. Um, they're trying to find a. Uh, they're trying. Uh, they can't. They're going getting ready to bust them at the yeah. uh, to. So they need to know make sure that this meeting is going on. That what that B plot isn't as well developed as everything no. else. That feels very throw. That feels like you kind of tacked on very throwaway. Like we didn't. You could have. Uh, that could have either had a little bit more writing worked a little bit harder on that fucking part of the story because that wasn't as prevalent as the who's marrying who uh yeah. storyline that i'm engaged in and when the when when the end when the end happens and they're everyone's caught up in the shit and they're in kirkwood smith feels like a fucking oh, hero at the end oh or, i think i was i was incorrect now that i'm thinking about it so anthony convinces dr Poole that lisa's in love with him, him and yeah. then he tells that to Snaps, and Snaps is the one that goes to Lisa and says, you should marry Dr. Poole, and she's, you know, like, he's twice my age, but then she talks to him and agrees, and Snaps is like, ah, he's your third fiancé, and it's not even lunch yet. Yeah, the, uh, no, it's, that's true. Uh, Anthony seeks out Teresa, uh, Teresa, doesn't, doesn't he? Or, yeah, eventually, or, sorry, eventually. Well, well, they, they, they spoke already. Yeah. Um, and then... Nora, the Irish maid, she comes back to the house. She busts in on the elocution le- lesson with a lookalike bag. Remember, she, com- she yeah. comes in for whatever reason, and she has a bag that looks like the bag that the jewels are in, and she drops her bag next to that bag yeah. and picks up the wrong bag, the bag with the jewels. And this starts off one of the best uh, fucking running, running bits in the entire th- thing. Where they're, uh, everyone, everyone, one person's taking another bag and another person's taking yes. another bag and it becomes so hectic and you're seeing so many handoffs you forget which one has the yeah, most Yeah, nobody knows what's in what bag. So Snaps then makes an offer to pool kind of during the elocution lesson. The yeah. elocution lesson is actually really funny. Yeah. It's kind of reminds me of the one in um, Singing in the Rain, you know, yeah. around the rugged rocks, the rascal That's ran, weird. and, you know, and Snaps can't fucking do it. Can't but, fucking do but it. But then... Um, Once you actually do something about rats ratting on people, yeah, ratting Ro- on Ronnie, the jerks. Ronnie the rat, did, you know, wretched the rum runners, you know, I, I don't know what the actual bit is, okay. but he's like, yeah, and then, you know, Dr. Poole's like, hey, you did it, and he's like, yeah, you finally told me something that makes sense. Yeah, I understood it when she said it like that. That makes more. Yeah, it says Rocco the. Uh, oh yeah, what is it? Rocco the rum runner rubbed out Rico the rat with his Roscoe for robbing his rum running receipts, and Snap says it correctly. He says, "Yeah, uh, you got it." Well, sh- uh, no, I can't do that. You, you finally come up with something that made sense. Yeah, that. Yeah. So that's when Snaps makes um, the offer to Doctor Poole to marry Lisa, and he's just like, you know, I can make your dreams come true. You know, if you if you marry my daughter, and Doctor Poole's like, oh, I've always wanted to take Mother to Baden Baden. There's a doctor doing amazing things with gallbladders. <laughs> Some basic things with gallbladders. Yeah, and then he also wants to start a linguistic school, and then snaps just like all your dreams are in this bag right here. And he opens the bag and he empties it in front of Doctor Poole, and it's <laughs> it's underwear. It's, yeah, it's Nora's stockings and brassieres and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and it's just like, oh, huh. Okay. Okay, well, I would like... I mean, that's not money, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so Kurtwood Smith, he's watching these bags get taken and brought to and fro the house. 
So he's like, ah, they, they're making drops in, in broad they're daylight. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he he wants to catch him red-handed. He oh, really yeah. wants to do Kurtwood Smith. Yeah. So then uh, Lisa and Doctor Pool are having tea, and you know Doctor Pool is very nice. He is twice her age. She's yeah. in her, I believe, um, early mid twenties here. Yeah. And um, Tim Curry is in his early forties, I think. Yeah. Um, but he's a very nice person, and he says, you know, uh, your diction is surprisingly good given your genealogy. Kind of a backhanded call, <laughs> a little bit of compliment, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and she says that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me, Thornton. <laughs> This is so adorable. Really. Yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty sweet. Yeah. And then Anthony comes back. He wants to buy the jewels because he said they remind him of Teresa. Lisa. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I will give the you know I'm going to uh buy them with cash. And he's like, Well, how'd you get another fifty G's? And he's like, Well, I stole it from you. So this really pisses Stallone <laughs> off. And he's like, Only a rat would steal another guy's extortion money. There. So that's when Snaps calls. Um, Chaz Palman Terry, and he's like, will you shoot this guy? Or he's like, I'm gonna shoot this guy. And he grabs what he thinks is, is a gun from Chaz Palman Terry, but he had gotten, made him get rid of all of his guns, so what he really pulls out of his pocket is a fucking chicken leg. Yeah. A chicken thigh, I believe <laughs> it is. A chicken thigh, yeah. It's just so perfectly done. There are so many great, I want to say some of these lines, there are so many great lines in this movie. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's like of, uh, she seems to she seems to have such nicely rounded diphthongs. That's what got her into this jam. <laughs> yeah. Fucking shit. This is fucking, uh, you're going to marry this bum just as soon as I get my hands on him. Oh, daddy, you've changed your mind. Oh, what choice do I have, you tramp? And after the wedding, you'll move into a nice ground floor apartment. Why a ground floor apartment? Because after I break his legs, he's not going to make it up any steps. It's just, the oxymoron fucking part is fucking... Oh, oh yeah, Chess Palminteri says you 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 oughtn't you oughtn't shouldn't have said that. You oughtn't shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And later and later on when, when Yeah, he, leave Connie alone. He's doing the best he can. And then later on when he um mistake when Connie mistakes one of the bags, the snaps is like, Dr. Poole's right, you're you an ox are and a moron! Poole was right, you are an ox and a moron. Oh, okay, so <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I just want to read some of this. It's so fucking funny. But yeah. Are you gonna do more? Uh, uh, there is, uh, oh, where was the one thing here? Uh, oh yeah, Morton Doc, Mr. Provolone, a, a, where are those G's? In here, slaps money bag. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. oh yeah, oh yeah, because he said, yeah, because he says Morton, and he's like, Mr. Provolone, where are those the G's? G's? And he slaps the bag because he's talking about, yeah, that's, that's good, so that's some good. There's so bag. many fucking, well, we're, of, of course this is. Yeah, this is and so And the delivery is all really good. It's all actually pretty This good. is actually a fun movie. movie. I don't yes. know why he... I don't know why people shit on it. So I, I guess because it's... Yeah, Stallone literally thought it was too close. It was such a fucking drastic uh, sh shock change from Rambo that that's why his audience fucking hated him. I guess he was kind of right about that. But yeah. Maybe that's why Demolition Man kind of works because it's like he has some quips in that, but he also, he you gets know... To really, really kill people unless, like, in not the 1930s or Marvel kill people where you shoot somebody but there's no actual blood. Yeah, killing people isn't a good thing. Well, sometimes it's a good thing, but not when it's people looking for something to eat. <laughs> I, I know too much about that movie. It's sad. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Yeah. And that's when, okay, so he gives Anthony what he believes to be the bag of underwear for the bag of cash. Catch. 
So he's like, it's awesome. He stole $100,000 from me. I got it back, one in jewels, one in cash, and gave him the maid's underwear. So he's like <clears throat> thinking he, you know, pulled one over on Antony. On Antony. Oh, and we go, we go back to, uh, to um, Poole and Lisa. And he says, oh, I'm going to a convention in, in Brussels. And Lisa's like, uh, Brussels, the one in Europe? Europe. <laughs> and he asks if she wants to go with him. Not the one that's, nice. that has sprouts, no. No, not the sprouts. So yeah, that's when yeah snaps bribes Pool again for you know his linguistics school because he thinks he has the bag full of actual cash and he empties his underwear or he empties the bag of underwear on the desk yet again and Doctor Pool's like he's like he's lost his fucking mind he's lost his fucking mind but he yeah. but he picks up you know like the stocks and says oh that is a lot of money look. His money mm-hmm. and, and, and his, his more money. money. And oh, here, oh, yes. look, is a Your brand new $20 bill. Because he's holding like a bra. <laughs> he's, he's, he's playing with it enough so he doesn't fucking get shot or something. Yeah, because. You know, he's a fucking gangster and he doesn't want to fucking get hurt. Yeah. It's just, I, it's so fucking funny. Chaz Palminteri was supposed to be watching the bag of cash. And he wasn't. But the, the German chauffeur shows up. From Bruce Underwood's house to, to claim the maid's underwear and the bags get switched again. Yeah. That's when he's an ox and a moron. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a, a, the doorbell rings again. So everybody's like, ah, who's here now? And it's the new maid from the agency. As a, and she sits down. And as it turns out, the new maid from the agency is... Roxy. Snaps, yeah, Roxy is Snap's old girlfriend because she was the maid for another old gangster that Snap's used to be the driver for when he was just getting into the business. Yeah. And then they talk about how she's like, oh, well, I, I went to a, con-, you know, he's like, how come we never, you know, hooked back up again? What happened to you? And she's like, well, I went to a convent to have my baby. And he's like, oh, you had a baby? Who's the father? And she's like, oh, you mean you, you really, don't, you really, <laughs> you really don't, don't know? You really don't know? And then they find out it's Teresa, and he's like, Teresa, she's here. And she's like, my daughter's here? Your daughter's here? Our daughter's here? Because she's, like, waiting on Anthony still. Yeah. And uh, like, and, and all of a sudden, he does supposedly have a daughter that actually has a daughter named Teresa, so it kind of worked out So, anyway. yeah, the lie wasn't really a lie. No, it's just wasn't that a lie. Nobody except no. Roxy knew. <laughs> At one point, I forget where this is, but um, Dr. Poole tells Chess Pulmentary, he's like, oh, watch out, you have a dangling participle, and he, like, looks down at his crotch. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. There's so many fucking great sight gags and just great quips when it comes to the fucking, uh, when it comes to the quotes of this movie. It's just, it's, it's, pr- it's pretty magical, the, oh, the, um... So it all so it all comes together. It's been decided Lisa's gonna marry Dr. Poole and Anthony's gonna marry Teresa, both of whom are Mr. Provolone's daughters. So, you know, Snaps gets all his money back. <laughs> and, yep. you know, her they find out that the daughter is not actually pregnant, she just lied, but she still wants to marry Thornton. Thornton, which is nice. We get a, a, at least she still wants to marry Thornton. Yeah, so then, you know, Snaps tells Ollie's like, Yeah, bring some champagne. And um, then that's when the the bankers show up for their meeting, and you know he Aldo shows up with a couple of bottles of champagne, and Snaps is all like, "Hey, haven't you ever heard of prohibition?" And then Aldo's like, "Yeah, what do you think paid for this house?" <laughs> and then he turns to the bankers and says, "Eh, hey, we just keep this around for yacht christenings." 
It's, they don't. Uh, he thinks they're going to give him a raw deal. He's not. He's yeah. Not they they have they have their meeting and they're like, oh, here's you know the contract for you know you to give us whatever amount of money you're going to give give us and. But you don't you, actually you get any actual influence. Yeah, and then Anthony is like, okay, I'm actually going to snap aside now since I'm going to really be his son-in-law and whatnot, and and he's you know still giving me my raise and all of that. So he's looking over the contract, being like, okay, so you get to be on the board, but you don't get a vote. And, you, and this pisses Sly off. This pisses Snaps off. Yeah, so it's like he's, he's a banker in face value, but he, he's not actually going to have any in power. Which a he's banker in name only. In name only, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> You'll have your name on the fucking thing, but it won't. you won't have any actual... He's like, okay, so these guys power. don't really take me seriously. They're just making me kind of a figurehead just for my money. And he, he's not happy with that. And that's when the police officers yes, fucking get Kerwin there. Yes, that's when and his two fucking uh, people and his crew. Yeah, yeah, because he thinks he has proof of all this money laundering because he's been watching the black bags change hands all day long. Oh, which is so fucking... No, that's not what that is. It's and he's just, just like, yeah, you're part of the Obanian ba- bag. You're, you're, you know, you're frisky fingers or whatever to one of the waspy bankers. And they're just like, oh, what are you saying, sir? No, we're not this. And then, you know, he has the paparazzi with him. And he's like, yeah, this is, you know, this is a sting. I finally got proof. Anya, and he takes, you know, the black bag, and he's like, yeah, I Take just, I out. just proved that I, you know, you got, you were laundering money in this house, and let's Here make, yeah, makes, let's make sure to get a shot of this, boys, the money that I confiscated from this gangster, and he empties the black bag, and of I'm course, gonna be famous, of course, it's the underwear, underwear again. yet again, and this saves Snaps' his ass, this yeah, and he's like, oh, ew, ew, ew. um, that's what he says, uh, I guess, yeah, and then Aldo said, and then, um, is it Aldo or Snap says something, he's like, well, you got the laundering part, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I think that was Sly's line. Yeah, I, I, th- yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, Dad, I, you know, Pops, I, I, I tried my best to go straight, but it's just not working for me. So he's like going back to being a gangster. And then the movie ends with a double wedding. Yeah. With Antony and Teresa and uh, Lisa and Thornton. Yeah. And that's when Oscar finally shows up, and he's like, but I'm Oscar! I'm everybody. here! And uh, no one gives a fuck And everybody's like, get the fuck out of here! You no, we don't know any of that. And, uh, uh, and movie over, really great movie. Mm-hmm. I, I love this. I know I didn't really talk, uh, maybe I should have talked more, but I, I fucking Well, if you love have it. more to say, go for it. No, I, you I You can love... always edit it in. No, I, oh, I can, yeah, I do plenty. But, uh, I... I just, I fell in love with this type of movie. I, I love these type of movies. I love Noises Off. I love the I love the screwball comedies of the 1930s. They really, they were as close as they could get yeah. when it, with, uh, with these, uh, with this thing. Have you, what, uh, just out of curiosity before we get to Notes Without Context, what other, just off the top of your head, what other uh, Sly Stallone movies have you seen that you can, that you can think of? Uh, off the top of my head, I can only think of Demolition Man. Because <laughs> that's my favorite one. That's your favorite slice of one? Fu- we got this one? Because I'm fucking basic. Well, it is, it's okay, but it's I'd say Oscar is better than Demolition Oh, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm the same. Because I've never seen any of the Rockies or Rambos. Or Rambos. Because it's just not my bag. Is that something I'd be into, babe? I, I, uh, I... I think that you would, uh, enjoy, uh, 
God, how do I say this? Rocky Five, I haven't seen in decades. It is pure camp. There are some. Oh, I do remember seeing a little tiny bit of that. It's the worst of that one. In that, that's the one with the Russian guy, right? With the no, Lumber? no. The, oh, that's part four. That's part, yeah, that's So part I remember three. seeing bits of that when I was a kid because it was always on with the, you know, I must break you. Yes, that, yeah. It's, he does a lot of great fucking, um, he, he, there's some, there's a hand, like, there's two or three. I think you would enjoy t Tango and Cash, where he uh, with uh, Kurt Russell. And I also th uh, think you in, would probably enjoy uh, the first two Rock, uh, the first two Rambo movies, as far as really good action movies. But nothing really, you know. T yeah, Tango and Cash is really fucking is really fucking good. And uh, oh, what about his porn movies? Have you seen those? His porn movies. I haven't seen no. I haven't seen Sly, Sly Stallone's porn movies. There was a great movie that I have seen of his called Nighthawks that came out in '81. But I'm not looking up Sly Stallone naked fucking cock. You know, I'm not not naked cock or whatever. Oh, just, they're on the hub. Cock. Yeah, I'm what, on the porn hub. <laughs> on the hub. Yes, Michael. <laughs> on the porno. You're looking oh, at porno. Oh, that's porn right. Movie? It's from 1970. It's called Italian Stallion. Yeah. Well. We all, yeah, he's, he's he's got it going on. I, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I don't really think about Sly Stallone's cock. Yeah, please don't. No, I don't need to know. And I don't need to think about his cock. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think you would, in, I, we're going to eventually watch Copland, but he, is, again, he is a supporting player. He is much better when playing against somebody. Mm. And playing with, I mean, like having something to bounce. When it's not just an out and out comedy and he knows we he kind of knows what he's doing he's much better uh, if it's not an action uh film where he's the leading man it it's it, if you see his actual acting acting it's much better if he has like a, a a thing to somebody to bounce off of and in copland he has like five like four or five other big huge character and leading man heavyweights to bounce off of in that movie and in uh and and in Fucking Tango and Cash, he has, you know, Kurt, uh, he has, uh, another Kurt to, uh, go off, uh, you know, to bounce off of. Russell? Russell, yeah. And, uh, that's, that's, cle that's clever and fun. It's with Jack Balance and Terry Hatcher as well. But, so those, those would be the movies I would, uh, say would, you would enjoy. I'll probably show you eventually, but, uh, there isn't, there isn't a lot that, uh, Oh my god. I forgot. Yeah, he was in the movie Ants in 1998 mm. with, with Woody Allen, which is fucking weird or the voice of Ants. But yeah, he didn't he started declining in 2000 uh in 2000. <laughs> really declining. But uh yeah, let's go to uh Notes Without Context. This is uh a this is Notes Without Context. This is Notes for Context, where I read the notes from a movie I was watching, uh, and I sometimes have trouble with my own handwriting. Okay, here we go. 1930s studio lot shit. Chaz holding the uh, umbrella. Os uh, Oscar looks great. Just... Uh, just my type of movie. Kirk Douglas, die la happy, Papa no, and then he dies after, uh, uh, afterwards. Oh, really stupid. 
Daily Mation, one month haters, very Italian chic. My muffin, ooh, O'Banion, stoolies, bays, as you can just get it, get it, rage, my double little ashtray, impersonal, you take the heat, let's crust on that mug, the reality is not good in this, Mr. Provolone, oh my gosh, bookkeeper, expedious, hearing ain't 2020, oh my hearing ain't 2020, I like that, that was a good fucking line, my hearing ain't 2020 anymore, election, uh, oh, uh, electrician lesson, no, electrician lesson, elocution, elocution, that's what I meant to write down, oh, that's what I did write down, I just said, I just said it as election, that doesn't make any sense, 1930, attrition, oh, a goddaughter grave of my father, Linetsky, such a low life, meat cheeks of his own boys, what the fuck, my daughter, Club 33, marry my daughter for not nearly half, but for the love. During a story, St. Valentine's Day, knife in the back, of course, tits. Lovely tits. Oh my gosh, Lisa. Oh no, put that away, monkey. Mrs. Min, uh, Minnie the Moskowitz Madness Man. That's not how he said it. Stupid bullshit. Finance uh, jerks. My readings, my passions make you leak like... Look like a banker's homeless beggar man. Let me handle Mr. Provolone. Oh, it, Marissa is awesome? What again? So many people are lying. So convoluted and brilliant stupidity. Everyone wants to stay like Johnny Eborn. My baby, you gonna have another baby? The chauffeur Oscar's gonna have that baby? The other one? Far stuff. Everyone is marrying the other one. Oh my gosh. And flat iron, God damn it, this is good finance fencing at your did your Teresa know that Teresa's pregnant Mrs. Lug oh Mrs. Provolone he gets scared of you out of his own cash why I ought to uh, knock you in the face the Fanucci people coming at noon Tim Curry mother as I would like Oh, Thornton Poole, learn to speak good. Bruce Underwood, call bladder, is at the bat. Bag money, what else? Cheese and crackers, Thornton Poole is here to fucking make someone happy. What kind of happy deal? A happy whodunit deal. 50,000 smackers, only a rat would stew enough, would steal another man's money. Oh, donut, donut back Chavez. Aluminum Park is where we're here for. Oh, Chaz is firing on all cylinders, and so is Sly. Mr. Poole's relationships? Oh, they're leaning into each other. My Hindred case, we gotta talk. More women audibly gasp when I walk into the room. Another person's legs. Next to your... Next to yourself, I'm a cool guy. What a... What a steel mode. Both of them. Clumpsters. Youth Christianity su- subplot. Oh, youth Christianity subplot? There's no youth Christianity subplot. I don't know what, you're talking, I don't know what you're talking about. Daddy really care about the bad guy is dueling on her. Kirkwood is going to kick down the and make it happen. I guess he didn't. Ooh, snaps. What a great wedding. All right. That, this has been uh, Top Notch Nonsense. Sure I've has. been uh, Michael and uh, I've been Marie. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.